from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week in Nintendo Main, we're going to talk about the Mario 30th Anniversary Direct, a new Zelda announcement, and we have Mario Bacor here from Third Coast Review to talk to us about all that. Finally, I can be a pirate legally. Let's retcon all the superior sequels. Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 235, your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourselves, which is us, and we are your hosts. I'm Trey, 8-Bit Dead Johnson. I'm Jeremy, love expert, Mikowski. I'm Jolly John Knitter. And this week, we have a special guest. Hi, I'm Marielle Bocor from Third Coast Review. Hey, how's it going? It is going all right. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're, we're doing all right. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on the show to talk to us. Would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about uh, what you do on uh, Third Coast Review at the top here? Sure. Um, I'm a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades at Third Coast Review. Um, I'm an editor of the Art Museum section and the Beyond section. But uh, my husband is the Games and Tech editor, and I, he and I both really enjoy games, and we're video game advocates, um, and we both... I mean, I re- review games for his section quite often, and we're both super Nintendo fans, so this is really exciting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know Kevin Fair, right? Yes, I do know Kevin Fair. Okay, because mm-hmm. I think I, I met you through him, because you guys did a showcase thing where you talked about various uh, streamers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the local yeah. streamer thing. Yeah, that was something that we were starting up. Um, we're still kind of working to get people out there. Yeah, definitely. I so saw you had uh, friends of the show. Uh, GG Radio was on there as well, which is oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, those guys are cool. It's all connected. Yeah, I like that too. I like that everybody's everybody knows everybody, and for the most part, everybody's really good to each other here. So yeah, and I was gonna say, if you don't know Kevin, you should know Kevin because Kevin is awesome. He's yeah, a, he really is. He's he's a great guy to know. I've actually met a lot of guests for this show through Kevin, and Kevin has been on the show a bunch of times as well. So I mean, it's yeah. you know, we all like uh, like to stay in touch, and it's always fun to you know bounce between people's shows and all that type of thing. And I like to collaborate with people. And that, and that sort of thing. So it's always cool. What what do you, what is going on right now on the in the website that you guys are doing? Like, are there any main events or anything happening? Um, well, I've got Pixel Pop Festival this weekend out in St. Louis. Um, they're doing virtual this year, so everybody doesn't have to go out there. Um, and they can participate from home. And there's some really great panels. And there's actually quite a few Chicago developers who are um, there with featured games. So there's um, cold calling from. Uh, can't get enough, and then homing is going to be there. Can't, I'm trying to think of the third one now. Um, oh, um, Onsen Master by Waking Oni. Okay. So all three of those games are going to be out as featured games in their festival. So since it's an online festival, is there still a way for you to like try out the games? Like, do they do they send out demos, or how does how does that work? Uh, most of the games that are featured do have demos. Um, a couple of them don't. Um, an airport for aliens currently run by dogs is still a demo you can wishlist and crazy title. Um, but 
most of them have demos you can either get from itch.io or on steam okay cool yeah it's a isn't um and and it's like i think like pax east is doing an, an all online thing too right like that's if it hasn't happened already, I don't know. I didn't really keep. I wasn't even keeping keeping watch on it, but I remember Pax East isn't when I had my eye on specifically, but a lot of conventions are going online right now because mm-hmm. it's the only thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, for Some sure. Some of them are doing it better than others, but um, Pixel Pop looks like it's going to be fun if you like games. Yeah, I, have, I haven't heard of that one before, but it's it sounds cool. I like I like the name. It's going to be neat for sure. Is there anything else you wanted to say about about the website on the at the top here? Yeah, um, actually, uh, one of the things that's unique about Third Coast um, is that everybody has their own voice um, and their own opinion. Sometimes we'll do two reviews of a game. But one of the other things I like to tell people is that we are the only place in Chicago that's doing regular reviews of games. Um, We're the only publication out there that does it. So if you want to support local and you like games, we're the place to be for that. And so I'm proud of that because I think we do a good job of it. I mean, if I have to say myself, but I, it's neat to be able to cover the Chicago game scene because it's so vibrant and so inclusive and so big. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I was, I was looking through the website uh, last night and uh, I'm glad that you guys still do written reviews. Like, I feel like that's gone away in a lot of, in a lot of the bigger sites. I always prefer like being able to read stuff instead of everything being a video. Like it kind of gets annoying when you're trying to read stuff on your phone, like at a job or something like that. And you can't really listen to the audio. Prefer, yeah, that was a big yeah, problem for me before yeah. when I was working in an office job. I couldn't every time there was a video, I just couldn't watch it. So I prefer written for some things, especially reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read I read your husband's review of uh, Hot Shot Racing, which was a game I've been interested in. I actually preloaded it. It comes out. Uh, it'll be out by the time this episode posts, but it comes out on Thursday, and it's made by the guys who did the the Sonic games, the Sonic Racing games. So I'm really intrigued by it. Plus, it kind of looks like a uh, virtual racing. Like that it does look like virtual racing, yeah. And it, um, I did not know the Sonic thing. That's actually really cool. But um, we had fun with it. It looked fun. Um, I didn't actually play it because I was working on a different game for review. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I saw a lot of it. And other than having some weird visual issues um, with screen tearing, it actually seemed pretty good. So I'm excited for it. I think it'll be fun. And I prefer an arcade racer anyway. So. Um, that's that's my kind of game anyway. For as far as racing games go, have have you guys played Horizon Chase Turbo? I have not played that one. No. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's my personal favorite racing game on the Switch, aside from Mario Kart Eight. But I already got Mario Kart Eight on Wii U, so I don't. So it doesn't really fit in that category for me because I played because I played most of it on Wii U. But but Horizon Chase Turbo, I think, is the best racer on there that isn't Mario Kart Eight. So if you guys haven't played that one. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up then. Yeah, it's de- pretty good. Definitely check it out. It's on sale a lot. Like it's, I don't think it's what is it like fifteen like regular, but it seems mm-hmm. to be on sale a lot. But it's, it, it reminds me a lot of like Top Gear and like um, Outrun and stuff like USA. that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do like Outrun too. Yeah, it, it looks like Outrun, but the the way the game works is different. You know, it's you race, you you do uh, different races all around all around the world in various countries and. Stuff like that, and you can. And one thing I think is really cool about it is, whenever you unlock something, it unlocks for all of your cars, so you don't have to like upgrade every car specifically. Like once you get an unlock, it works for everything that you have. That's so, actually really nice because yeah. that's something that um, I'm reviewing MX versus ATV All Out on Switch right now, and it's okay. Um, it's a part of an older game anyway, so it's not mind blowing. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot that's behind either a DLC wall or that you have to just do individual cars and there's not as much track variety as I was hoping for. So 
Do you do you remember what that was for? That that sounds like a GameCube game. I, I feel like I've heard that name before. The it, MTX. Yeah, um, it's actually part of the. Do you remember uh, ATV Off Road Fury and Unleashed? It's that series. It's just now mm. it's called. Oh, I'm always getting the name wrong too. MX versus ATV All Out. Yeah. Um, so it's in that that series, and this is a game from 2018, actually. Okay, because I know I've seen that title before. Like it, it definitely sounds familiar, and especially the the other ones that you were saying. I, I wanted to say that maybe there was a GameCube one, or maybe there was a Wii one, but I've definitely seen it on Nintendo before. I don't think I've I ever. I think it yeah. was on Wii U or some, or maybe GameCube, because at GameCube. least going back pretty far, I think I saw a Nintendo in somewhere in it when I was doing the research on it. It's okay from from we played of it. Yeah, um, it feels like an arcade racer. Sometimes it feels a little bit like SSX Tricky, which is super cool, because um, mm-hmm. I really liked that game. But uh, it's not mind-blowing. Uh, you'll get your money's worth out of it, I think. I like the bikes better than the ATVs, which is unusual for me, because usually I prefer the ATVs. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I, I'd say it's solidly okay. Um, that's my like mini-review. I haven't posted my actual review yet. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we we won't have anything up till Friday, so if you have any... If oh any, yeah, no. If, if there's any like a uh, um, embargoes or anything, it won't be. No, I don't yet. think there's anything for it because it's um, it's fairly old anyway to support. So, um, but yeah, I I mostly think it's okay. I originally really liked it, but um, there was some quality of life stuff I didn't like, and I honestly feel like they there were some problems. Like I I like the settings. There's a lot of cool settings um, as far as it looks good for what for what it is for a port. But um, the terrain never matters, and I thought that was weird um, because if you're on sand or mud or water, it never seems to really affect your vehicle oh, that yeah. much. It seems like it would matter in this type of racing game more than any other type of racing game, being yeah. like on dirt bikes and ATVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why that kind of bothers me. I'm like, why? Why is that missing from it? It looks like it should be there, and they talk about it in the tutorial, but it, like, practically speaking, it doesn't feel different. Hmm. Yeah, weird. But uh, did did you want to continue on with? Uh games we've, we've been playing we kind of just transitioned into that but as we do at the, at the beginning of every episode we talk about what games we've been playing and what games we got for the week um what else have you been playing um so we have a weekly setup my husband and i are with some of our friends uh we do deep rock galactic twice a week which i just adore that game i've been playing that game forever um i also play vermintide 2 with friends um my husband and his friends are playing right now. So, um, but yeah, that, those are two of the games that we play every week. And then, other than that, uh, I have an unhealthy obsession with Animal Crossing. Yeah, and I'm about to start <laughs> Windbound. So, yeah, we know we know the feeling. We was actually um, my my wife. She just uh, she just realized that she only has two fish left to catch on Animal oh Crossing. Oh wow! Like total. She has like she's still going strong in it. She's still playing it every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, they added some fall stuff to it, and she's super into fall stuff. So, she's yeah, been, I yeah. just that now I have to go back and do all the things because I've been off of it for a little bit because we've been super busy. But mm. first of all, I haven't collected all the mermaid furniture, and second of all, there's now going to be Super Mario furniture and yep. all stuff, and I have to get that'll back. get me back. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering did did anybody did anybody figure out like when that was going to be or did they announce when it was going to happen? The, I don't think they Mario announced stuff? it. I think it was just a general thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz I'm really interested in that too. Well, because the the 3DS version had a bunch of Nintendo themed furniture in there and Yeah, New Leaf had it. And none of it has, you know, none of it has appeared at all in this version, so I found that really weird. So I should have figured it was going to be about of a part of an event or something. 
Remember in Wild World, they sent a, a coin block. And that was like so cool. You got a coin block from Satoru Iwata. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. I remember having a... I remember like a friend of mine on the very first on the GameCube one had a bunch of Nintendo stuff that she sent to me. So I had like the flag and it made a noise when you touched it like this, the, you know, Mario going down the flag. I had like a tunnel as well and like a bunch of other shit. And it was, <laughs> no, it was always cool. Yeah, and then like big, we had the big uh, eight bit coins also that you could put in yeah, your house. Yeah, my husband had that yeah. in his house in New Leaf. Um, but I didn't have any Nintendo stuff and I was jealous of him because he kept getting Nintendo stuff randomly from mm-hmm. trees and stuff like that. So. But yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I'm all, I'll play Animal Crossing until forever. I didn't get as much time in with it on New Leaf, and so I was super excited about New Horizons. And then it just New Horizons was at least everything I expected with a little bit more. So, and I'm sure uh, since you you guys work remotely, right? So you have so the whole like quarantine and all that hasn't really affected the <clears throat> the company that much, or how, or has uh, it? Yeah. For Third Coast Review, um, it depends on the section. Uh, obviously, I'm an art museums editor. I'm not going to the museums or the galleries right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and my Beyond stuff uh, doesn't really happen as much. But screens, games, and tech, that stuff has been big for us right now. And we've been lucky because our screens and games and tech content has been pretty consistently able to support us while we're not able to do some of the other stuff that we are normally doing. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything else you've been playing other, other than that? Um, trying to think what else I might be playing. I I'm in the middle of a run of Subnautica, except I'm being oh, cool. endlessly chased. <laughs> is that um, it, which which version is it? It's not the Switch one, right? It's no, it's the regular uh, PC version. I want to try it on the Switch though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it it just got announced like a couple weeks ago, like in a mini direct. They, they showed it. Yeah, on. I heard, and I actually am really excited for it because I was super obsessed with Subnautica too. I really love that game. Yeah, I haven't really played it, but it's similar to Minecraft, right? Kind of. Um. Yeah, there's a. It's there's so much atmosphere. Like uh, it's hard to explain, but once you get into it and you start playing it, and the music hits, it's just this like sublime little world that has all these mysteries and. Uh, it's just so neat. You could just spend forever exploring and you know trying to figure out what happened and why you're there. It's really neat. I mm. really, really like Subnautica. Yeah, it is looks- it a Capcom game? Or am I thinking of something else? I don't I- think so. You're thinking, you're thinking of you're thinking of uh, yeah. That we were comparing to like what we it was like a side scrolling Subnautica. I still can't remember what that game's called. But. Yeah, we figured it out, but I forgot. I don't think we ever we mentioned forgot it. it again. I don't think we ever mentioned it on that episode. But yeah, it was, it was during one of the directs. We talked about it when it came around. I've heard a lot of good things about Subnautica, so at this point, I'm excited to play it on the Switch. If, yeah, well, it's, if it's any good. Really good. Yeah, if, it, if, it, if it like ports well, I should say. Yeah, if it's good on the Switch. I hope it is. I don't think it'd be that big of a port. I, I don't feel like it has any mechanics that would be troublesome for the Switch at all. Cool. Um, I saw you put something down here about Paradise Killer. What is, what is that game all about? Oh, Paradise Killer is a trip. We, you were talking about, um, well, you were talking about Outrun the game, but Outrun mm-hmm. the aesthetic and like Vaporwave and stuff like that. It's this really weird, speaking of Minecraft, kind of a little Minecrafty world, but with like high gloss Vaporwave feel. And you're this demigod that's trying to figure out, that was like exiled and you're trying to figure out what happened back in where you come from because it's like uh there's they keep trying to build this island and have it be perfect 
but something happens and then the island gets messed up and the people get messed up. So they sacrifice it all and start it again. Mm. It's all a really weird, surreal story and it's got great music. It's got a great feel. Um, and you're just doing this mystery thing and it's, it's such a weird combination of things. It's really hard to describe, but um, the mystery is really deep. And I actually felt like for a lot of the games that I've played lately that had a mystery, it feels like you're kind of like, oh, I kind of got it already. And I really don't know what's going to happen at the end of Paradise Killer. We're not through it yet. But it's a really good game. It's really, really intriguing and it's fun to play. And is it, is it like a point and click style type of game? Like I've seen, I think it came out this week or last week. It like just came out, but it didn't yeah, have a video. It didn't have a video on it. So I haven't seen it running, but it kind of, to me, it sort of looked like a point and click game. It is a little bit, but it also switches into first person. So okay, you yeah. run around in first person, but then um, you've got the regular text-based stuff that you're doing. Um, so it it's a little bit of a hybrid. Oh, okay. So it's, so it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I saw the first person stuff, but I didn't know how, if it was like a static image or if you could actually like move through the environment and all that. No, you can definitely move through it. And then, um, oh, there was another Switch game I was playing. I was playing Best Friend Forever. Oh yeah, the I dog dating sim. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. I didn't even really, I didn't really think anything of it, but I did see that. So it, it was a dog dating sim. Well, the premise is like you move to this island and everybody has dogs there, and so it's dog lovers dating other dog lovers. Oh, got it. Yeah, and that game, I and I couldn't see how it could have failed until I actually played it. Um, it's got a great story. It's got really great art and music, but the gameplay is right now very bugged mm. um and you can lose a run halfway through just because it completely stops and you're in a loop or oh no yeah so it's i really want them to fix it i would really like to see it once it's patched because right now in its current release form it just doesn't work mm. that's too bad it's it sounds so obscure i don't really i don't really mess around with the dating games that much but i did see it on there and i was like oh that sounds interesting just just from name alone but haven't haven't really looked at it yet yeah, it's. I don't usually do the dating sim thing either, um, but it's it's kind of fun. Um, you get your dog, and you get to like take care of your dog, and that's part of the game is is kind of raising the pet and training the pet um, from a menu of activities. And then the other part of it is you're going on these dates, and it's a dating simulator too. But it's like Nintendo Dogs, but you can date people also. Yeah, <laughs> <Sort of. laughs> yeah, basically. Do the dogs have to get along too? No, weirdly, and the dogs have a lesser role in the dating part. Like, you'll get there, okay. and they'll be like, conveniently, I have this dog crate over here that your my dog and your dog can play in, you know, like, okay. but. I was going to say, can can the dogs date? Can can your dogs <laughs> go dating also? That would be cool, but no, they don't let you do that. Is, that. is that what you've been playing for the week, then? Yeah, pretty much, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely should, I should take a look at Paradise Killer some more. Like, it... The name in itself definitely stuck out to me, and the art did as well. So, it's really strange. Like it's it's almost like a Philip K. Dick novel, but oh, cool! But it's really interesting, and I couldn't. I honestly, we we were both like, "What's going to happen in this game?" It is so bizarre, and I'm really hooked on the mm. plot. So nice. the writing's super good. Awesome. Well, uh, since last week we did an episode about uh, Moon with Dylan Gregory and all that, and I was completely stuck on the game, and you guys, Jeremy and Dylan, both told me where to go, and I did that after we recorded, and it was correct. I went to the northeast part of the game, and yeah, there was a whole, it basically opened up to a whole bunch of shit that I that I didn't know about. I'm so happy, you know, after hearing you talk last week, I was like, 
I'm happy. I, I was I was really hoping you would like the game more after you got to that spot. Yeah, I, I actually haven't really played it that much since. I mean, I, I went through there and I played it for like another like three or four hours. And I knew it was just all this shit that I, this whole other area that was way bigger than all the other stuff that I didn't yeah. know about. And there was, I talked about how there was a rock there, this like rainbow rock that uh, said that it wouldn't, that it wouldn't move because it was, you know, because it wasn't shy or whatever. But when you walk past it, it says something about seeing that guy with lingerie on his head really freaked me out. Is that about the, uh, the hero guy or is that about the, um, it is. It is about the hero guy. I don't remember him having lingerie on his head. Like, what is that so about? I actually just figured this out the other day. Because I thought that I, I had done something where I had walked around with laundry on my head. But uh, no, it turns out when you go to the tavern and you happen to see the hero coming, like running in there and then coming out, which you probably didn't see that. I don't think I did that, no. Oh, you didn't see that cutscene? No. Oh, well, anyway, I, I was back at the tavern either last night or the night before, and um, I was talking to the bartender and, you know, whatever. We were just I was just showing her cards and talking to her, and then I... I was like, I've never, I don't know if I've ever really like searched this route throughout this room. So I was going around and like clicking on stuff and I clicked on the wardrobe. There's like a, there's like a dresser or wardrobe or whatever at the bottom. And I clicked on it and she said, I don't know what's up with that hero. I know everyone thinks, you know, something along the lines of like, I don't know what everyone else thinks of that hero, but I thought it was weird that he busted in here, opened up my cabinet, grabbed my lingerie out, put it on his head and then and walked out. Oh, weird. Yeah, so I think it, I think it's supposed to be like when in games when you like RPGs when you are opening up dressers and stuff and stealing yeah. equipment out of them that you equip. Yeah, like I think he must have like bought the laundry added defense to his stats or something, and so he just like put it on his head. Okay, maybe I did already see that. I don't know. It just felt really weird when the rock guy was like, "Oh, that was that was too much for me," and I had to leave. And I'm like, I didn't know, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, I don't remember any of that happening. I thought maybe it was the guy giving the performance, like in the in the castle, like maybe he was wearing something on his head. But I, but I don't know. So I haven't I could, seen a performance in the castle. You know, like you know the two guards that are in the castle. Yeah. Well, one of them goes to the bar like every like every couple every like other day. I've seen I've seen him there. Yeah. Yeah. If you go if you go into the castle and you wait for his for the other guy his roommate like whenever he's at the bar the roommate will go into the throne room and basically put on a performance and if you happen to get in there and catch the performance you get a bunch of love points. Oh, okay. So I, I thought I thought maybe it was a reference to that performance that I saw. So yeah, if you ever that, that was actually one of the first things I did in that game was because I noticed when one of the guys was gone, the other guy would do stuff. But if you but if he sees you watching him, he'll stop doing it. So you have to be really secretive about it. Like if he sees you, if, if you're like in the hallway and he comes out when he's on his way to the throne room, if you catch him going there, he'll stop what he's doing and go back to the room. So you have to do it. You have to oh, do it to where he won't him. see you. You have to wait until he's. You have to wait until he's in the throne room and then go in the throne room. That's the way that guy is that plays guitar. Like he won't play guitar if you're like standing near him. Yeah, I found that guy too, and I bought all of his. I mean, I bought all the records that I could afford, so I did get to that part where you could buy all those records. Have you Have you guys played that game at all at Third Coast? The the Moon re-release. The it was. Oh, it, actually, I have not. It was an old Japanese game from like '97, I think, for PlayStation. It was like an anti RPG. It was worked on by the guys who did uh who who worked on um Super Mario RPG and Chrono Trigger and then later like Chibi Robo and stuff like that. I've and, heard of it, but yeah, no, I uh, haven't had a chance to play it at all. 
Yeah, it came out last week, and we've still been. I know Jeremy's been playing it a lot more than I have, but it's. I love uh, it. It's it's so bizarre. It's a really I, weird game, I love but it's bizarre games. It's definitely we worth do. it's definitely worth looking at. I, I wish people would be talking more about that and less the less about like Avengers or Fall Guys mm, or yeah. whatever else. I feel or like Xbox. I feel like Moon is just getting kind of swept under the rug, and nobody's really talking about it. I'm like, why not? It's How does it compare great. to another bizarre RPG, Earthbound? It's not really an I don't RPG. Th- I, don't, I don't think it's well. Not really an RPG. I don't think it's an RPG. I, I would argue that it's not an RPG. I think it is. I think it has enough of the good parts of RPGs that I would call it one. But well, you can't. I think, yeah. I think if you were just going to tell someone that played con- conventional RPGs a lot that this was that, they would be like Trey and say, "This you misled me. This is not an RPG." Yeah, I feel well. I feel like it's a point and click game with a leveling up system. Is what I would call it. I don't think I don't think it's an RPG per se. I mean, there's no battle mode at all, and I I don't know. In my opinion, I think every RPG should have a battle mode, right? But there is grinding. Yeah, that's what you said, which which I haven't, which you'll elaborate yeah, on. Yeah, I'll elaborate. Do you want to? I mean, we can do it now since we're already talking about Moon. All right, cool. Well, yeah, like I had I I have been playing this a lot since last week. Still, whenever I have free time, so I just got to level twenty, which makes me a love expert. That's my name at the beginning. Um, but yeah, I figured out how to grind in the sense that there's a point where you get where you just need a bunch of money. And I was like, well, you don't get a lot of money for rescuing the animals. So what am I supposed to do? And then I finally figured out how to make money. I don't want to like ruin it for you if you don't want me to. But I mean, is it really is it really dumb or like what what do you do? It's pretty traditional, like what you would expect to do in an RPG, like. Have you have you spent much time at the shop in town? Yeah, I mean, I, I know there's a thing that you have. There's a thing that you can buy for a thousand dollars that gets you stuff when when you're with that guy that has the two levels in in the castle Wait, town. Have you seen him? The, there's there's that guy. Well, the, you know where the baker is. There's the baker's yeah. house. Well, on the yeah, other yeah, yeah. the other guy who's selling stuff. Yeah. There's two different levels. Like if you come in the daytime, you buy stuff from the top. But if you come there later, you can buy stuff from the bottom. Yep. That, okay. Yeah, that is it. And if you and there, he has a thing that he's selling for a thousand dollars, which you're supposed to buy. And I wondered if I how I would ever get a thousand dollars to buy that thing that he's selling. Yeah. So I and I, I figured that maybe I'd get enough from from rescuing all the animals. And I did like I I did end up getting I got the house. I like how right when I went out went past that northeastern part of the game. Uh, I just walk up to this house and this guy is like, oh hey here here this house is yours you can have it and then he just yeah. leaves. And that's all you see of that guy, and then you're in this house. It's, it's just so the like, postcard. The postcard inside has a picture of him. Yeah, but it's so random. He like you've never seen him before in the game, and he's just like, "I'm giving you this house, take it." And then he and then he leaves, and then he's gone from the game. But I liked in the house. There's that TV that you can watch, and there's a TV channel. There's like a show you can watch that'll show all the animals that you caught. So I thought that was cool. That's mm-hmm. the first time I've seen anything that's shown any sort of progression in this game. Was that so? I was like, oh, okay, well, cool. Well, now it shows everything that I've done. It tells me how many animals, like total, there are for me to rescue and all that stuff, and that's cool. It's the first time you really feel like you have a home base in the game. Yeah, and then and then I started finding the the uh, plants that Dylan was talking about that can like fast travel you from one place yeah. to another. So I, I figured all that out as well. And I found like the comic book artist, which I thought it was fucking awesome that there's like a reference to Spawn in there. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Well, he did has. You get, did you get him yeah. to where he actually made the comic? Or no, you're just talking about his uh, art, like near. You the can bed. just look. You can just look at his art or his comic collection, and it has like parodies of X Men, and 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 one of them is called Scon, 
The yeah. character's called Scon <laughs> with a with a C, and I was like, that's hilarious. Because yeah, Spawn was, was kind of the hot new thing at the time. I yeah. mean, it was '97, so Spawn was huge then. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, Spawn. Okay, it. I put it on my Twitter that I recorded it because it's funny. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I won't be ruining anything for you, but you can sell fish that you catch to the shopkeeper. That's how I've been making money. Oh yeah. Um, I do. I do want to ask you. Uh, how do you how do you fish? I can't figure out how to fish on the game. So there's two different spots where you can fish. One of them's like through that little jungle part you go yeah. through. I mean, I found I found where to fish, but I can't figure out how to catch the fish. Like okay. I, like I throw it in, I watch the bobber move, but every do you have time bait? Yeah, yeah, I have a bunch of bait. Well, I, that one guy was going around smelling bait and I was just following him and catching all the bait mm-hmm. in the in the other part. And uh, I just couldn't figure out how to do it. Like my bobber would go under, and then I hit the A button, then it would just, and then I wouldn't get anything. It's hard to explain, but you're basically you just got to keep tapping A. So as it starts to like, as the meter starts to lower, you want to hit it, and it like causes it to rebound. And then there's like some sort of rhythm you, you just kind of figure out as you're mashing the button. But I guess you're, I'm not, you're essentially yeah. just hitting A over and over again. But you don't want to do it too fast. You want to kind of do it at like a steady rhythm and you're kind of following the way that meter moves i guess i never saw a meter so maybe i was doing it completely wrong because i would i would throw it in and then i would hit a and he would pull it back out but the but the bobber would go under so i thought the fish were biting i don't know i was just confused that maybe i have to watch a video or something on how to do it so i I played that part that you've tried where you're in the water and uh that's the part where i only ever caught tires except i did end up getting a um, a sole from that so I haven't actually hung out there a lot to see if I could get fish that I could sell. Um, there's another spot that you can fish where I just go hang out and just basically I figured out how to, cause did you figure out about um, st- the stock? No. Is it like a stock market thing? No, no, no. It's literally like, Oh, st- Oh yeah. Where you can, you can, you can basically, when you run out of uh, pocket space, you can put your items in a different thing. Right. I just figured that out. Like today. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did accidentally put some stuff in stock when I was collecting a uh, bait. Well, no, I was so, happy when I yeah. found out all the stuff that I yeah. thought I was getting rid of was in stock. Mm-hmm. So it is nice the game does that for you. Yeah. But yeah, now I've just like been loading up on bait. I've got just a shit ton of bait in my stock. And then when I want to go fishing, I just. Uh, one thing that I've learned with fishing is like if you're in any kind of a time sensitive situation where you want to make sure you can leave where you are and not get stuck and die or whatever um you should only have like four or five pieces of bait in your inventory at any given time because it just keeps automatically fishing as you're catching fish yeah it'll automatically keep recasting Mm -hmm. and you can't get it to stop until you run out of bait or at least i haven't figured out how oh really you can you can miss your chance to like leave where you are in time oh yeah i must be doing i must be doing it completely differently because i would just like cast once and it wouldn't work, and then I'd be and and I had multiple baits, but I just wouldn't do it again. So I wasn't caught in a loop on there. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't I was, know what's happening with me. Then maybe there's a button I need to hit. But I get caught. I in just a loop a. if I don't. <laughs> yeah, I just hit A, and he pulled it, and, and then he just just stopped fishing. So I don't know. But anyway, I uh, there's another spot where you can fish, and it requires waiting. So I can tell you if you want me to tell you or. You can try to find it yourself. Oh, because I found it myself. I mean i i can pro- I can probably find it. It's not really. Cool. 
Well, anyway, it's yeah. fishing. Fishing's the key to grinding. So that's how you get money. Yeah. At this point, you could almost call this a fishing simulator <laughs> more than an RPG because of that being the the main way to make money. And you have to like, there's a there's a bottleneck where you have to pay a bunch of money to like go forward. So mm. that's why I had to figure out how to grind. And so I was like, well, can I sell these fish that I caught? And that's when I was like, oh, I can. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Bait is so much cheaper than the fish, so this is how I make money. Well, bait is free if you find it from that one guy, uh-huh. but it's so, only like ten yeah. if you buy it from the shopkeeper. Yeah, yeah. How many how many uh, animals have you caught now? Like, I are you that's really are you really close to the? I mean, if you don't know it offhand, that's that's fine. I don't know it offhand, yeah. but I'm at level twenty because I think they said not it, just from animals I've gotten. That's also from just events of course i feel like they said there was like 40 some that you could get total or something like that yeah i can find out pretty quick yeah but yeah this game's gonna be in my top 10 i mean i think i might have mentioned it briefly last week but i think you mentioned it before it even came out <laughs> it's gonna be it's going to be this game's very special and i keep reminding myself when i'm playing it that this isn't a new indie game this is it's an old indie 20, game. 23 year old game <laughs> yeah i guess what, it is an old indie but I this mean, game just feels so at home in the current landscape of bizarre indie games. It's, I mean, it's almost like an indie game before indie games were really, people really talked about them, you know? I like what Nadia said in her article, the US Gamer article about it, just that it was, not only is it, does it poke fun at the golden age of RPGs, it's actually from that era. Like it's Oh yeah, sure. Golden age. So that makes it even more relevant, the, the, the jabs it's making at those conventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been like if I would have played it at the time, I probably would have sworn up and down that it was like the best game of all time or something like that. I'm sure. No, but I figured I figured you would be into it when it appeared on there. So it's been your game that you've been playing most. Right. Well, now that I discovered how to grind, of course, it just became a lot more fun. And you're just grinding for cash, but I mean that's kind of how it was in <laughs> the Paper Mario game I just beat too. So. Oh yeah. I guess I've just gotten into the swing of grinding for cash. Mm-hmm. Real life too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've got thirty-one animals. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought I thought it said there was forty, so maybe it's more than that. But you're kind of close. You're fairly close. I don't know how many I have. I thought I had almost twenty. Maybe is what they told me. It's cool. Is there? Yeah, anything- that's probably enough about Moon for now. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there anything you wanted to say, or can we move on? I'll probably have more to say next week. Can we moon on? Speaking of indie games, we had this indie pirate game. That was sent to us from the uh, developer to review, and uh, I put a I put a review out there. So if you guys go to nintendomainpodcast.com, you can find it on there, or it's also on Nintendo Main blog at WordPress, I believe, is where it is. But um, uh, yeah, I ended up doing the official the official review of Under the Jolly Roger. Um, I gave I gave it a seven out of ten because I felt like I liked parts of it, but it was also incredibly buggy <laughs> in 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 other parts, but. It's a, you know, it's a pirate style simulator and also something that John, John brought up when we were trying to talk and all of us and all of us have played it, Jeremy and John and I have, mm-hmm. it has a really, it has a really stiff like learning curve. It doesn't really, yep. it has an incredibly confusing tutorial, which is what is kind of its own thing to try to figure out what the tutorial is, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very unapproachable, right. but once you, but I feel like if you spend time with it. It can be a lot of fun. Like I think the ship battles in themselves work pretty well. It was just like the other things that I wish. It was kind of one of those things that I think it's good, but it could have been really good if they would have like tried harder in other areas. I think so. I think you, you, yeah. you know, I played the game for probably 
three hours or so. Mm-hmm. And there was enough there to make me want to play it. It's just, yeah. you have to do a lot of digging to, to one, learn how to play it and to figure out exactly what's going on. Um, even story wise, which mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit late on story, I think. Yeah. It's, I couldn't, um, I couldn't really find story whatsoever aside from like what they tell you through text, like whenever you're mm-hmm. getting a mission or completing a mission, like that. Right. I think those thing. two things together, like not knowing what to, what to do because you don't know the rules of the game or how to play it. And then two, not having a real motivation because there's no real story behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, those two things add up to a problem, but you know, it looks pretty and the sound is really good. I thought the sound was cool. Like when he's out in the ocean, you hear your pirate buddies, you know, screaming with every action that's going on if you like make a hard left or something yeah that kind of thing yeah (laughs) Um, and it's kind of like yeah it's not super detailed but you could totally see like all of your crew people on the ship. yeah no i mean the coolest thing about the coolest thing about it though that i have to mention is just the fact that of the way that you can change the camera like you can you can move the camera all the way in to where it's first person and you're like standing by by the steering wheel and you're holding a map showing where the where the boat is going and that oh, is fucking that. amazing like i that blew me away like just the fact that you could you can if you hold up it's up and down on the control pad to move to move the camera but you can move the camera all the way in to first person you can see all your guys running around on the ship and you're and you're doing it and you can see the map and and you can go through all of the map like that i mean well an individual map. There's other maps that you can go to, which that's a little complicated too. But there's two different modes. You can on the map, you can press A to go to a different place, you know, and then your ship will go there automatically. But you can also do all this in ship, like in first person right. mode, holding the map, and it's that really blew me away. I was like, wow, okay, you can do that. You can just totally like focus all the way in, and it's just all first person. It feels like it you're on the like boat. It gives you a lot of freedom to like kind of approach it how you want, which might be why the tutorials, yeah. So complex. I mean, it re- it reminds me a lot of like sim games, like for sure. Like I feel like I never felt like there was really a story to any of the sim games that I played. You know, I just felt like it was kind of like yeah. there's so here's a bunch of shit. Figure out how to do it. So it so it didn't feel like that odd to me. I guess that there At some points like yeah. when you when you go to do a mission, like the the if there's a story, I guess it's mostly there in text. It'll mm-hmm. tell you, you know, this part just you know, wants you to go here and yeah, yeah. You know, this that thing. Uh, so there's like some attempt at it. You know, I mean, it's not just a straight up like SimCity or something exactly, mm-hmm. because they tried to put a story in through text, and there's a lot of text too, which you know, yeah. When I'm playing a game, I don't necessarily want to want to read. Sure, I, um, I mean, I, w- I would have appreciated if there was an occasional cutscene every, yeah. you know, every once in a while. I watched another review of it just to get an idea of like, I honestly just wanted to see if anybody else had reviewed it because when I reviewed it, uh, I was the only review on Metacritic, so I was originally my my original uh. Middle name was going to be Metacritic Master because I was the only. Wow. I was like, I'm the only person who said anything about this game. Now there's another person on there, so there's two Metacritic people, and now he, you got to fight them. And, and How's they that average afterwards. Well, actually, they they rated it the same that I did, so it's uh, so it hasn't changed. It's doesn't uh, that kind of feel nice when that happens when you look, like review a game and then you look at the reviews you're like, okay, everybody kind of was on the same page as feels me. Feels the same way, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, most of the time I just get blasted for not being good at the game, and uh, later. <laughs> I mean, oh I ha- my god! Yeah. I mean, I haven't reviewed that. I haven't reviewed that many games. Like, it's just kind of something something that I've been doing occasionally. But I I did some stuff on YouTube. Like, 
this old Indy 500 game on the Wii, I, I made a video about just for the fun of it. I thought it was kind of a joke, and I get I get shit all the time on that video. Like, still, like yeah, people still like tell me that I suck at the game and that the game's awesome and I don't understand games and all that stuff. What's funny is I get it on a regular basis. Yeah, we like we had just gone to the actual Indy 500, like, yeah. and so we were yeah we were like playing games to kind of like equate to that. So I don't know. It, it was kind of funny to be to like. I don't know. You were like bringing attention to this game. People should think it was cool. Yeah, I thought. It, I think. I think the reason that I got so many comments is I don't think that many people have said anything about it on YouTube. Uh-huh. So that's why I get a lot of a shit. But I mean, I was just having fun. It was kind of a joke video to me. But it's a people, bunch of random people are there. Like, yeah, but people are like, "Man, you don't understand this is my the game. game. What is this? What, yeah, what is, what's on YouTube about it? They just find like your video. Yeah, and then they give me shit about it in the comments because I because I like. Because I kind of make fun of the game in the video. That was the point. And they're like, oh, well, no, you don't understand it. This game's great. And, like, you suck at this game. And that's why you're not, you know, like, I'm sure you've seen that. It's The internet is is terrible and toxic and all that. And, yeah. It yeah oh, yeah, we've seen it a lot. <laughs> and then you never know because uh, there was a, it was a sports team management game that Altel reviewed, my husband. And they were like, you know nothing about these management games. But it turns out he plays a lot of them. This yeah. just wasn't a great example of it. But man the guy wrote a book he was just like you know nothing this is terrible and oh yeah it's it's ridiculous i agree yeah it's ridiculous like jeremy and i we actually made this video we made we we made a video that we we were streaming on twitch we uh, we we streamed uh stardew valley like when stardew valley like first got co-op on there because we were trying to figure out how to play each other online you know and how to how to play co-op and i made a video of it and actually it's like one of our number one videos on on the our youtube just because you know we did it right when it happened and i got like a paragraph from somebody just like explaining like how we could have he's like why didn't you go watch another video on how to do it and i was like dude we did this on the day like nobody had made any video about how to do this like i didn't it was literally like as it went live (laughs) we did it like on the hour like it was live at like midnight and we did it then or something and it was so but yeah like a few months ago somebody wrote like a paragraph about how we spent way too much time trying to figure out the co-op thing. And I'm like, I didn't respond to him because I didn't want to like make him feel good for, you know, for saying shit. Like most of those I don't respond to. Cause well, it was particularly yeah. funny because yeah. it was, it was, it was a lot of criticism in it, but the whole time he was like, I can't believe I watched this whole video because my son wanted to watch it. It was like, yeah. <laughs> he just kept like pointing out the fact that he actually watched the whole thing. And at the end he was like, pretty good video i guess like you literally <laughs> edited it with like pretty good video it's like you really suck but i thought it was okay it's like all right like i almost wonder if that i spent the last like, hour writing about you guys i've actually turned my own opinion yeah. like if it was exactly like the monitor was off and he just his fingers just automatically type reviews all the time and he was like doing it live as he was watching it. yeah actually cool video now that i've seen the whole thing i <laughs> i understand it I had, I had to watch the watch it in its entirety to get the point and now that you had that real kicker at the end uh you're okay. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. But yeah, under under the Jolly Roger, like it's kind of it's basically like I recommend it, like with you know, with with caution, I guess. It's one of those things where you know you might like it for this. One thing I think is really cool about the game is it's the only pirate simulation game on the Switch. Like, there's no competition whatsoever for this type of game. Like, it's definitely the yeah. only game like this. And I look the closest pirate yeah. game I could think of was would be, and it's not even pirates, but uh, oh, Return of the Obra Dinn, which yeah. is not at all like it. But yeah. well, I mean, there's as ga- a similar aesthetic, yeah. there, ocean story. I mean, yeah. there's yeah. there's games on there that have pirates in them. There's games about pirates, but there's not a specific game like this. Like there's not a game where you can, 
you know, where you can like raid other ships and like, it, it, there's like the way this game plays, there are, is no other game like this. I mentioned yep. in the, I mentioned in the review, like, I mean, there's one piece games on there. They're pirates, but it's like, those are like, those are dynasty warrior games. You know, they're nothing, they're nothing like this. So it's like, yeah. there's, there's no game that I, that I could find that is like this at all. So they definitely do. We should mention too that you can actually raid ships, you know, jump from your ship to the other ship and fight in third person. And do sword fights and stuff. Yeah, that that was. Really yeah, cool. I, I I think it's really cool. That was something that I definitely said was a bad. I don't like the way the third person controls. I don't think it controls very well at all. But I do. I like that it's in there. But it could have been really really cool if they would have spent more time with the with the yep. third person controls and making it more fluent because it's a really nice. It, yeah, it's a breath of fresh air if you're just like doing ship battles all the time. It's nice that there's third person action stuff. It just doesn't. I felt like it just didn't work well. Like it didn't work well for me. And it's been, I don't know if you got to the parts because there's like islands that you can go to where there's like whole levels where you fight like skeleton armies and stuff like that. And it's fucking balls hard. Like I'm like, I don't know how you're supposed to get through this because there's no power ups. Like there's no way for you to refill your health. You basically have to go through the thing and fight like a hundred fucking skeletons and somehow not get hit. And like, yeah. you know, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't understand how you would do I it. I never won one of the raids. So I lost every single raid. I tried probably 10. Oh, I, I won a bunch of raids, actually. I got pretty good at the raid. And I thought that was cool because I'm like, oh, it's wonky, but it's it's just a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I got started getting to where it's like a whole island that you have to do. And I'm like, there's no way in hell I could get through this. Oh, and I found this one island that had giant fucking crabs in it. Like giant fucking monster crabs. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, there's no way I can beat this thing. Like, it's Did you just- flip them over and target their maximum damage? <laughs> no, they're, 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 there's like, I didn't even go near them because I knew that I knew that they were going to kill me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, cause it's already, it already is kind of unresponsive. Like when you, when you press the attack button, I know uh, John, you were kind of, well, I remembered it of the way you just, or the way you described like Kalik from uh soul caliber where you like hit a oh, button yeah. and he like keeps like doing animations. That's kind of how this game is sometimes. Yeah, true. With the attack button. And and it's different every time. Like every time you press the attack, it does a different thing. So it's like mm. kind of hard to, to, to do that. And like, especially when you don't have that much life and you get a lot taken off of you. I don't know. It's weird. And, and you can actually, you can have, you can make your ship attack the island while you're on it, which is pretty cool. Like I tried doing that for a while. And, uh, later, later you get a, you get a gun. Like I got a gun too, where you can aim and shoot people like while you're doing the third person. So that was pretty rad. So there is stuff that you get that makes it a little bit easier, but it's still like, I don't know. (laughs) Like that, once I saw those crabs, I was like, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to try to fight them. Like they're way too huge. And it's a, and I even returned to that island. Like once I got the gun to try to fight the skeletons and they weren't there, it was like a whole different thing. Now it was, now it was like an, an, an army of pirates. So, so it's like I, it's like almost I dreamed the skeleton, the skeleton island and all that. It's, it's weird, but it's, it's kind of cool. Like I, I find it, I definitely, I definitely have fun with the game. You know, that's why I didn't want to, I didn't want to give it a bad review because I think the water effects look really good. Like I think like yeah, the reflections sure. of the water look awesome. I think the ships look great. Uh, I have a lot of, I, I like the ship battles. I think they work really, they work really well for me. Like I had a great time doing it. It's very satisfying yeah. to sink a ship in this game. Oh Yeah. It's so nice to watch it go down after like struggling to to take it down. Yeah, but it's also in, it's also incredibly buggy. And uh, they, I did actually email the developer just to see if they knew about all this because I had multiple times where I was like trying to buy, where I was like trying to buy an item or sell an item, and the game would all would just completely crash. Like it would just it would just die and go to the menu. I don't know if that happened mm-hmm. to you, John, but it happened to me a few times. 
That didn't happen to me. The thing that happened to me was that my guns stopped working. Now, I don't know if that was a bug necessarily or if I just wasn't clear on how to use the guns on the ship. Hmm. Um, I just couldn't fire my guns on the ship anymore. So I ended up doing bumper cars, basically, oh. trying to ram the ships. And that works sometimes. Well, all of the... Um you have to wait for everything to reload. Like it's like 15, 15, 10 seconds in between shots. And you also have to mm-hmm. aim it up on the sides. Like there's kind of a line that you have to point at the ship and there'll be numbers that show up once you aim at the ship and there'll be a percentage and you can wait till whatever percentage and then fire and it'll hit depending on what that percentage is. So it's a lot more complicated than you think, but I actually really like that stuff. And when you get to a point, you get like artifacts, which are basically kind of like act of God. Like I got an artifact where I could just basically rain fire down from the heavens whenever I wanted to. And that's how I killed most of the ships. So that was really cool. And you can get, and you can buy more stuff like from, from uh, towns as you go through it. I got to the point where I was just stealing people's ships and selling them to make money and then just buying more shit. But then I got to the point where I was trying to buy really good sales and the game would just, uh, would just completely quit on me. When I try to buy the sale, it would just say, you know, error, and then go to the menu, and then I have to reload the game. But thankfully, everything in the game is autosave, so you don't lose anything whenever it does that. So it's really good about, yeah, it's really good about the autosave. I was impressed with that. If it didn't, it definitely feels like a nice PC game in that regard. It definitely feels like a PC game. Yeah, that was a big thing where I was like, oh, this feels like a PC game. But like I said, there's nothing like this on the Switch. So I say, I say it's good, but you know, with a take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Like expect to for there to be some weird things in there, and even and 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 they did a they did release a patch, so I was able to buy those sales that I couldn't get before. They re- released a patch that did fix a lot of the bugs, thankfully. But there was still some stuff that I could not figure out how to do. Like you would unlock specific characters that you would assign to your like masks and like and to um to accompany you in battle and stuff like that. And it would always only let me assign one of them to each of the positions, even though it showed like three positions opened, I could only assign one person to each of those positions. And it was only the first person in the list of people that you had. So I like, I, it was just driving me crazy. I didn't know why it wasn't working and it still isn't working with the patch. So either I'm really dumb or it's just broken in that regard. But I did find once you like once you do more missions and unlock more characters that have names, you know that act, that are actual characters in the story, they follow they co- they go with you to those islands. Like when you go and fight skeletons and stuff, they're actually with you. So you do kind of get like a landing party of sorts that will that will walk with you on on the island. So there is so there's a lo- there's a lot of stuff to mess around with. And overall, like I said, I think it's good. I just wish it was a little bit more polished, and they had a little bit more um, focus group stuff in there. Is is what I would say for that game but yeah i agree on that yeah but i, I mean, also think that it kind of reminded me of every time that i try to play a tabletop rpg which i go in like you know it could be fun you know play with your friends and all that stuff and mm-hmm. trying to learn the game but but like le- trying to learn the game becomes so overwhelming that i just decide you know i'm not yeah I, ne- I never get to the point where i have fun with it so that that's what i felt about that's what I felt about about this. There were fun aspects, too certainly, much, but I, I didn't yeah. get like all the way with this game. Too, ma- too much just, explanation. Like, never, yeah, not, or not enough explanation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, t- there's too much stuff. I think, like on the screen, first of all, like some of the menus are like loaded with icons, and they're not they're not labeled clearly, like what it is. You have to dig into the icon to figure out what exactly the thing is. Yeah, you actually um, have to. 
if you if it's on the map, if you move your cursor on it and press A, one cool thing that it'll do it will actually tell you like what mm-hmm. missions that you've that you've like assigned yourself that you can do there, so you can go there and do them in that way. That's pretty cool. But yeah, they don't really explain what they are. You basically have to. I mean, it's like if you were a pirate, you have to learn the map. You have to know which ones, where the ports would be, and like where the you know where the islands are that you can get off. It's just right. you have to kind of earn. You have to learn it by exploration and. It definitely it definitely demands that you put a lot of effort into it, but I think the effort is worth it. Like I think that that you can there is a lot of fun to be had if you can if you can spend the time to figure out how the systems work and all that. But yeah, no, it, I mean I, I thought it was cool. Like aside from the, the the jankiness of it, like like I said, but it's there are there are definitely some cool stuff on there if you have the patience for it. You know, if you have patience to work through the menu. I would say it's my menu. favorite pirate sim I've played. I've uh, yeah. played many, but it's the most. Kind of like if in my head as a kid, what I would have wanted if I was going to play a game about pirates. Like mm-hmm. this does seem like it's at least scratching that itch to an extent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely it gives you the options. Even though I I mentioned it in the review, but uh, it, it is kind of a shame that you can't make your own character. It's just kind of like right. Captain uh, Default Generic Beard or whatever. The, the guy that you have there just looks like a regular, just looks like a regular pirate, but. But like I said, it's the only thing we got on the system. Like, there's no other games like it right now. So it's definitely got that up on anything else. Because if you want that, if you want like a game where you can steal ships and all that stuff, it's not there. You know, this is this is what you got. So right. and another, it's th- clear to me for, for for even for its faults, it's very clear to me that a lot of love went into the game, a lot of effort went into the game, and the fact that they're putting out patches and things says that they they're continuing to put effort into it. So. Yeah, we um, had, yeah we weren't we uh we weren't able to get a yeah. we weren't able to get a review. We were gonna I was gonna try to get an interview with one of the developers, but last night last I heard they were working really really hard to try to get that patch out. So yeah, they do. It does seem like they care about the game, and it's not that expensive. It's like nineteen ninety nine. It's it's twenty bucks. So it's not you know you're not spending like sixty dollars on it or anything, and it's only like a gig like for as far as space goes. So it doesn't really ask a whole lot of the base that you have on your system. So. So that's cool. And I think it's worth keeping around, you know, if you want to you just jump on there and do your do your crab stuff. And and one nitpicky thing I do want to mention before we go is uh, it does the thing where you know you 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 basically pick a mission and you do the mission and then the mission is still there. Like that's the most annoying thing ever to me. Like you you know you finish a mission and then you can still do the mission and it doesn't say that it's done or not. Like I do, that drives me crazy. I don't know. For some reason, uh, Saints Row, Saints Row does that too. Like where where you have a mission that you've done, and then it'll offer it to you again. And I'm like, that annoys me because I'm a person that wants to go through and do all the missions. And if it doesn't show that they're done, then I'll never know how many missions I did. So it like drives me drives me up the wall. So right, you want the satisfaction of checking it off the list, and then also knowing that it's done, so you don't repeat it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that that really bothered me. Hopefully, I mean, the f- that kind of seems to be the point of this game to complete the missions. So yeah, it, it that does seem like a missed opportunity. So even even though I've completed all of the training missions, they're still available for me to select them. It doesn't say that they're done. Aside from there being an achievement that I reached that says that I did all the training missions, but if I go to the port, they're still there. So it's like, come on, guys, <laughs> that that's that that always bugs me. Like it's yeah, because yeah, I like to do I like to do all the missions, and I want to know that they're done. So yeah, that's that's that. But like I said, Jolly Roger, yeah, it's worth it's worth checking it out if you're you know if you have the patience for for getting through all the you know the not great tutorial and all that stuff. I think there's pleasure to be had and booty to be collected and all that stuff if you uh, if you stick with it. So 
As far as a beat of the week, uh, this was part of the direct, but Super Mario All Stars is on the Nintendo on the Super Nintendo app now. And uh, first off, I beat uh, Super Mario Brothers One. Beat that while I was editing last week's episode. And uh, my wife and I, we we co-opt uh, Super Mario Brothers Three. We just beat that yesterday. So oh, we cool. we played it the slow way. We went through it with no warps, with no with no whistles. Did or you anything. use um, the rewind feature? We did use the rewind feature. Yes, well, of course. Right. I, lo- I love the rewind feature, and I ended up I ended up being the one that beat Bowser. So that was cool. I've never actually beat Mario three before, ever because oh, I never really? I never had it as a kid. Because when I was young, when I was young, I thought Mario games were too hard, so I didn't really didn't really. And I ended up not really loving Mario until sixty four. Weirdly enough, but. But uh, yeah, I, I I didn't never had a copy of, of Mario three. I have one now, but I didn't have one when I was like nine well, or five. Segment Nintendo yeah. main confessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt playing the All Stars yeah. version was a good choice though. If you were wanting to like beat it, because that's the first time I ever beat it was on the All Stars as well. Yeah, that, that's how I wanted. I wanted to do it because I've done. We we I know I just played like a lot of Mario three. Uh, played a lot of Mario two as well. You know, as a kid, so she knows it really well. So I thought it'd be fun to play through it all because I haven't seen all the I haven't seen all the levels. You know, so it was fun for me. And I was like, yeah, let's just go through and play all of them. And it was really cool. It was uh, some of them in those some of those level eight levels like get really really stupid. And even with the rewind, I f- I got pretty frustrated with a couple of them, especially the uh, especially the puzzle ones because rewind can actually help you for that because if you keep rewinding and you keep spending more and more time in the level, you still run out of time and you still die. So you still have to play the level again. So it's, it can't save you for everything, but it was cool. Yeah. It was nice to play through Mario one and three on there. That was a nice surprise that nobody had. Thankfully, nobody had spoiled that yet before the we direct. Were, we happened. were talking about uh super Mario all-stars in last week's, uh, well, not in the main episode as much, but we were talking about it in hmm. our, uh, our uh, Patreon exclusive about the game genie. Because yeah. Yeah. That's when I realized I own two copies of Super Mario All Stars. I have the Japanese, the Famicom version, or the Super Famicom version, and the Super Nintendo version. And uh, now I have it again after mentioning that last yeah. week. I figured you would. I figured you would be playing it, Jeremy. But you haven't. You haven't been playing. I played. I played a little bit of it, but I mean, I don't want to be like a, a sourpuss or whatever. I don't want to like rain on anyone's parade. But all these game, all the Mario's were already on. Oh, I know. I, I know they were, but. Uh, I like I like to be able to play the game where you run with Y and jump with B instead of, you know, instead of having to go into the options and changing it and around. Them, yeah, because yeah, that was a main problem with the NES one is that you have to do the BA thing. The, you can't do it like I, what I would think is natural. I've read that the the physics are a little different in the Mario All Stars. I think they are too. Games. Are they so really? That's weird. I think yeah. having read that now going back to it, it feels more floaty. It feels more like yes. Mario World. Mm floatiness but that's not necessarily a bad thing like it's just i love the i loved this game when it first came out because you know we got it on the on the on the super nintendo and like you said trey i'd never beaten mario 3 i'd never beaten mario 2 and it was a really great chance to do that because it actually had a save feature in it it wasn't anything super complicated but at least you could pick up on whatever level you were at most recently um, depending on the game i think on mario 2 you could actually start on whichever like part of each world you were in, but and um and the other ones it was just the world itself that you could, you know, start over again. Yeah, but, honestly, um the save thing is a big deal. I uh my husband and I played when we were still dating Super Mario Brothers three together and on my NES and I left it plugged in and on oh, until nice. he came back the next day so that we didn't <laughs> lose our progress. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
that's how you got to do it. Yeah, if you want to do, if you want to do it that way, you know. And now, I mean, I've beat Mario three um, on the NES once or twice. I mean, I don't even know the last time I did it. I have done it, but uh, I've mainly I played it on. Um, I had the uh, what was it? Super Mario Advance seventeen, Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, <laughs> the Game you know, Boy whatever, Advance, whatever the hell yeah, it was yeah. called on uh, the Game Boy Advance. It's like and that super, was ba- yeah. that was basically Super Mario All Stars. Super Mario 3. And I had a blast with that one. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that had all the bonus levels that Mario Maker people would try to redo. And I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. It had, it had a bunch of extra stuff. And it had the cards, too, right? The e-reader yeah. where you could slide, mm-hmm. like, mushrooms through there and stuff and get you get your extra power-ups. So, given all the... the and, and I don't want to jump the gun here, but all the milking of the Mario franchise that we kind of saw this week, it is kind of nice they just dropped this for free. Mm-hmm. You know? for I, I think that was pretty cool that it was, like... Not only is it free, but it's out now. Yeah, no, I was really excited about that. Like, right after I watched the director, I was like, ooh, I want to play that, you know, and then... And I was like really excited about whenever, you know, whenever my wife and I, we never, we had a day off. I was like, we got to play Mario three, you know, and I thought it'd be really fun. And we did. It took us like two days to get through it. We played up to like level six or seven and then we took a break and then we played again the next day, you know, because it's kind of hard to do, do it all in one setting. But I was really excited about playing it just because I don't know Mario three that well. And I, if I want to play it, I want to play it like with Super Nintendo graphics. So that's what I was really excited about playing. So. I'm going to have to check it out that way because it's my favorite of the Mario... Well, it was my favorite of the uh, Mario games, but I won't spoil what my favorite one is now. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i excited to see it in a different format because literally I've only ever played it on NES and maybe for a couple minutes on Switch. Oh, okay. um, but I still have my NES and whenever I play it, which is fairly often I'll take it out and m- mess with it again, mm-hmm. I'll play it on my actual NES. Yeah, we should. De- yeah, definitely play the Super Mario All Stars on Switch. And there's like a, you know, there's like save states and and the rewind and all that. Which the graphics are really nice. The yeah. music's nice. It's got its own aesthetic that, you know, to me when I play it, it gives me a different nostalgia that I don't get from playing the original ones on the NES because it's just a different point in my life when yeah, I had a cartridge that allowed me to beat these games. Sure. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, and it gives like it puts backgrounds for things that didn't have backgrounds, which is better, you know, better or worse depending on how you look at it. But I kind of like that where you know levels that were all black on the original one now they have like volcanoes in the background and stuff like that because they did the they kind of did the back scrolling stuff that the Super Nintendo was known for, and it it looks nice. And they like really, they, uh, they uh, this is also the first chance we had to play the original Mario two. Oh yeah, yeah, lost levels and. Uh, also, lot of this collection of games was released on the Wii for what was it the twentieth anniversary or twenty fifth? Twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. For it like was thirty yeah. bucks or whatever. And this yep. one is free with the you know with yeah. the Switch Online, so that was that was great. And uh, was it one of one of our listeners, uh, David Hutchinson? He actually, we we were kind of like having having sort of a contest thing like. Where where I said uh, we're we're tallying points every time you beat a game. Like if you beat a game and it didn't come out this year, you get an extra point. Or if you spend over thirty hours and you get an extra point. If it's DLC, you get an extra point. Blah blah blah. Uh, and uh, David Hutchinson, he went and beat all of the games on on Super Mario All Stars in a couple of days. So I was I was proud of him, including the lost levels. So he posted all that stuff on uh, damn on Twitter. It was, it was pretty cool. He That's went, not easy. I don't even think with the rewind feature. Yeah. He, he went and got a good solid eight points there for towards the, uh, towards the tally of games beat in 2020. So that's pretty, that's an achievement. And the Mario games, like they're the real deal. Like I, we were talking about that forever. It's Mario games were hard. They just were. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they always have been hard. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo wasn't like one to softball it as far as difficulty on games, not even if they were for kids. So. Yeah, yeah, that's why it took me a while to get into Mario because I thought they were too hard. And I think I was also more interested in crappy license games for the NES at the time, like like Terminator Two and Batman and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, but that's a but that's a whole other thing. But yeah, no, those games came out through the direct, and they're pretty awesome. My Nintendo, they release some physical awards now. You can actually use your silver coins to get stuff, which is uh, crazy. And I actually ordered some Xenoblade Chronicle stickers just for the fuck of it, because I have like 900 silver coins that I haven't done anything with for like the past four years. So I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> so I so I ordered some physical stuff from my Nintendo just because you can. They had a they had a Monado like a, a phone stand. But it yeah. was sold out. I was going to get that too, but I try, so I it's already to grab gone. That yeah, before but, the show. But I got I got the Xenoblade stickers because, like I said, I've had these silver coins forever, and I don't use them for anything because there hasn't really been anything worth using them on. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll get some Xenoblade stickers. Why not? I thought nice. about getting thought about getting the Splatoon two postcards also, but I'll wait and see if there's something. It was else. like Zelda Picross was like the biggest thing I can remember using those for. Yeah, I got that, and I got WarioWare Touched also for 3ds. So oh, there were some right. there were some free games in there. I think there was a Pokemon uh yeah, Picross as well. Too. So I mean, yeah, you got some free games, but lately since it changed from Club Nintendo to My Nintendo, there hasn't really been much of anything aside from like what, like 10% off and that kind of thing. Or like 10% off a Wii U game or something. It's like, come on, I already have these games. Like I, Which I hope that with the <laughs> with, I hope that with the Xenoblade uh, stuff and then uh, some of the stuff we'll talk about later in the show, the physical items. Like I hope this is the return of Club Nintendo physical merchandise. I so yeah. that would be fantastic. Yeah, I remember like I think it was an it was an episode we did like long 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 ago where uh in the long long ago when uh, where I remember John talking about like, you know, the physical items that you could get from Club Nintendo and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. pins and whatnot and how they all kind of disappeared like after whenever they revamped it. Cuz I remember every Christmas you used to be able to get physical stuff like I got I got like the double disc uh, soundtrack for Majora's Mask through there, which I thought was really cool. Right. And like the Mario hat, like I have the Mario hat, it's back, it's back there somewhere. But I have the cloth hat from there and stuff like that, which I thought was really that cool. That stuff was awesome. And it was honestly yeah. a real motivator to buy more games. I probably bought a few more than I would have yeah. otherwise. Or you could just raid GameStop like I did and just, and just get a bunch of codes <laughs> for, for my pets and my baby party, yeah. uh, party babies and all That's that stuff. True. The only physical reward I ever got for my Nintendo was at the very end. I got the uh, Metroid Prime shirt. Or it was a Metroid. No, it wasn't Metroid Prime. Oh, the Metroid. NES Remix shirt? Yeah, it's a remix. That's right. Yeah. She's like rolling. It's like Samus rolling on a Mario. And the Mario, Mario graphics, box. yeah. Mm. Yeah, my, my wife got that for me. She bought it for me off eBay because it was because it was uh, sold out so quickly. And I was I was sad that I couldn't get it because it was it was basically announced and gone like in, in no time. On my Nintendo, and Jess ended up buying it off eBay for me. So I do have that shirt, but she bought it after the fact. But I do also have a Metroid rad. Prime Two shirt, but I got that at a thrift store. You did, yeah. You got that at uh, at the toy store that we go to. That's right. I got that at a at a toy store. No. Yeah. Oh, I like that place. Oh yeah, he's uh, Sam has been on the show as well too. Yeah, he, he was on. He did one episode about uh, GI Joe toys and stuff like that. It was like GI Joe Street Fighter crossover yeah. we talked a lot about that yeah those 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 two are awesome like i love that sh- that store and i hope i really hope that like all this you know all the health crisis and all that like that they're still able to stay open because they actually moved their store closer to where i live so 
my wife and I, we used to, we could just like walk in there. And I went there for like the weekend when they did the big, uh, when they did like the big party, like opening party where they had a band in there and all that. And it was awesome. And, uh, you know, now it's kind of, now we're in this terrible health crisis time. So they can't really be open aside from like appointments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I hope that, I hope they make it through. Yeah, it, me too. I got some really cool Star Trek stuff from there because I'm a super nerd and I'm a super Trekkie. So that place is really, we, I really like that place. Yeah, they, I have all sorts of toys like uh, sitting on my desk here that I got from there. Like various like Fantastic Four toys and Pokemon toys and all sorts of. I have like this big Ghost Rider toy on a, on a motorcycle up right up here that, that I bought from there. And, and uh, Sam knows that I like Marvel toys, so he used to send me. He would like send me pictures of stuff that he got and ask me if I wanted them, like when when he got it. So that was always cool. He'd be like, "Hey, I got these toys. Did you want any of them?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll take those too." And I like Venmo him, and he just keep it at the store, and then I come get them. You know, those those yeah, they were always really cool. And I would if I was, I think last time when I went to go see the Sonic movie, I walked in there just to say hi, and he gave me some candy to take to the movie. You know, he's like, "Here, I got these extra chocolate pandas. If you want to take these with you." So yeah, these guys they, they've always been cool to us. And all that stuff. But one thing I do have to, I do want to say, uh, I guess it's a morning time here. Are we going to get sad for a minute? But my, my controller that I have sworn up and down about, I think is, a, is completely dead. As I'm saying, oh, no. eight bit dead. It's, it's mm. a, it's a stupid thing, but I guess this is the major downfall of the eight bit dough controllers. This is like my favorite controller ever. It's the eight bit dough pro controller. It's a switch pro controller. I think it's much better than the, than the, um, regular pro controller. But basically what happens is, and I did some research online about it, but the rubber under the, under the buttons wears down more than most controllers. And my A button, I don't know if you can, you can probably barely tell, but it is complete, it is permanently stuck down as to never come up again. Oh man. So. <laughs> I mean, I is can there see. a way you can replace that little piece of rubber? Like uh, I, I, if it's anything like other controllers I've seen, it's just a little round. Like, yeah. This. I mean, the, I'm still. I'm not quite sure if I can get the if I can get the screws out or not. They look like they look like maybe really tiny Allen screws. But yeah, as of right now, I've I've had to tie, retire it for the moment because my A button is completely disabled. I guess I could re- remap the buttons in in the options of the switch and change it to different stuff. But yeah, it officially got to the point where the button, no matter how many times I beat on the side of the controller, the button will not come back out. Very Have you contacted them? Uh, I, I haven't quite figured out how to, I I looked online just to see other people said they had to pay to ship it to China or something to get it fixed and all this other stuff. And I guess I could take apart another super Nintendo controller and maybe fix it with that. I just haven't gotten that far. So in the meantime, I've just been using my fucking regular, uh, Nintendo made pro controller brought, brought that thing back out of, back out of the gutter. To, to use it uh, for games as of right now, just because I still of, like mine. I still use it all the time. Just because of 8-Bit Doe being dead. I mean, I like the... The 8-Bit Doe has a much better control yeah. pad on it. And actually, when Jess and I, when we were playing Super Mario Bros. 3, I used the uh, G-Bro adapter, and I used the uh, classic controller from the Wii for that. So, And Jess used the um, the Super Nintendo controller that I got from 8-Bit Doe for second player and she really liked it like because you know it's super nintendo controller it just says eight bit dough on it instead so that one still works so All i that, think we should yeah. we should mention that when you just now when you're saying that before i forget that you can currently order that from your my nintendo it's back in stock the uh oh the super nintendo controllers the are switch snes controller yes oh, okay yeah yeah i didn't know mm-hmm. that no so. we didn't get those so that's actually something i should probably look into yeah. <laughs> thanks Definitely. i like that controller a lot it's Definitely. thirty bucks, but I think it's totally worth it to have the best experience with the the SNES games. 
yeah, definitely check that out. I've been I've been still I've been still playing through um Xenoblade Chronicles two, of course. I'm at like chapter thirteen. I don't need to get that much into it, but I think I might be able to finish that by next week is what I'm hoping to do on that. But yes. uh there's another game that Jeremy and I both got. If you if you want to talk about that one. Sure. Uh Circuit Dude. Yeah, Circuit Dude. Uh, I'd actually didn't want to talk about it too much because we're hoping to have, well, as of now, we're in plans to have the uh, developer on the show. Yeah, uh, and you and you have some contact with him, right? Because you reviewed one of his games on Ardu Boy, right? Yes, he actually developed this game originally for the Ardu Boy, so it was released as like an open source kind of thing originally. But looking more into him, like, and I'm sure we'll talk with him more. Hopefully, as long as everything works out and he's on the show. Um, He's just done a lot for the Artiboy community. Like he actually like I didn't even realize it until I was looking through his bio, but he made the software that you can download to where you can just like easily just you know one one shot click games on your Artiboy. Because I I was going through this whole like coding thing where I was learning a little coding, which was fun to upload it onto it and, and it would work like half the time using this other software, but then he developed this interface that was just like it's like anybody can d- use it. It's just like a point and click thing. So I'm looking forward to having this guy around to talk about this game in particular and the history behind it, because it started out for, for art boy. And now it's been on, I think it's on steam and Xbox and play. I think it's on everything. So it was last to come to the switch, but it's a cool game. Um, other than to say, it's kind of a top down puzzle game that has like probably share some DNA with like uh Lolo. Yeah. Or like, it- um, it reminded me a lot of yeah. or... a lot a lot of Lolo. Lolo reminded me a lot of Lolo. I played mm-hmm. through like the first like fifteen levels or so. I think it's really cool. It's only four ninety nine. It's super cheap. It's like only like mm-hmm. two hundred megs or something. So it's not not a whole lot of space to take up. I just went for it because, like I said, Jeremy mentioned it being an Ardu boy thing, and I thought it looked cool. And yeah, it reminds me a lot of Lolo, even to the point of you have a suicide button. Yeah. In, in case you get stuck, you hold the button and your guy explodes and then you start over again. So it's very, always it's, nice to have stuff like that. But yeah, no, it's cool. I liked what I played of it. So yeah, I, I definitely like it so far, but hopefully next week we'll have a little bit more to say about it. Cool. Yeah, that's an interview I'm really looking forward to. So yeah, but I, I recommend everything works out for yeah, us. Yeah, I recommend that if anybody's looking for a pretty, you know, fairly simple yet very complicated game. It's it's cool. Like I was just like I said, messing around with it while I was editing, Sh- editing likes another it game. Too. Yeah, I was. We were handing the controller back and forth playing it. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. It's it's a good simple yet can get complicated. You know, mm-hmm. puzzler. So and you can go you can go ahead with the rest of your stuff if you want, Jeremy. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I did forget to mention last week, but I did purchase a game before last recording, which was on sale. Uh, Rayman Legend. I didn't That's- have that game yet. That's awesome. Those, that game is great. Like it's really it good. Is. I had I bought it on Wii U when it was on sale. I wish I could remember what the sale price was on it, but it was cheap enough that I was just like, well, I played the demo of this multiple times and always had fun with it, especially that like the music based level. There's like a music based level where you're like chasing a dragon or a dragon's chasing you the whole time, and uh, it's like playing like a uh, Iron. I think it's like Iron Man by uh, Black Sabbath while you're doing it. Oh yeah, th- those music levels are really fun because yeah, there's uh there's Black Betty is one of them on there. Oh, too. that's what it was. It was Black yeah. Betty, but it was like yeah. in a style of like it kind of 
it's hard to explain, but it felt more Black Sabbathy than Black Betty. Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of it's medley and like more guitar stuff. There's a bunch of different levels like that in that game. Actually, they're they're really fun. But yeah, they're like they're like rhythm games, but you're like doing a, but you but you're it's a two D yeah two D platformer. It's that game's really good. Like I, I think it's a steal for the, for the price because it's going for like what six bucks or something like that right now. It's yeah yeah stupid. it was cheap yeah. it was it was less than ten yeah. and um it's just like a really well polished game like it's super i don't know if they're i guess they're sprites they're extremely well animated hd uh, sprites hd sprites yeah. and the playable character selection is staggering i have no idea how many you <laughs> actually have um, and yeah. then there's just a bunch of like alternate modes aside from the traditional just straightforward platforming but i guess i have like the definitive edition so maybe some of that stuff got added later but there's like multiplayer stuff in there and a whole like sport thing that's some sort of soccer game. Mm. There's some other stuff I haven't unlocked yet, so I think it's fun. It's fairly mindless, but it's good platforming, and it, you know, there's wall jumps and collecting little items and stuff. So it's got a lot of in common with like maybe kind of how uh, that ukulele impossible air game feels, even though I haven't played a lot of it. Mm. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I mean, I played through most of it on Wii U. Like, I played it a lot when it came out on that, and I thought it was really good. So, yeah, that's what I, one thing I've been playing. Um, I played a little bit more Murder by Numbers because Trey was talking about it last week. So I was like, I'm going to boot this up and see where I was. And I rem- remembered I was stuck. And I realized I just needed to kind of spam everybody with all the little pieces of evidence I had to, like, move on. So I figured out, I figured out how to do that mm. and got to some new puzzles. And didn't quite finish that second series of levels but i think i'm really close because i've solved the first mystery and then you know you the second mystery like it's about this actor and that's where i'm at so um it's fun i don't know where you are in the game tray but i think i'm in the same spot like i just beat the first like the first set of or the first case and i just got into that um party where you meet your ex-husband and you meet your mom and all that Yeah, yeah that's where i'm at so i'm like towards the end of that section i think because it's getting aware there's like no there's not much left to do and i feel like i'm at a bottleneck of what i have to do as far as i have to solve these couple of puzzles or whatever to move on um i played more blackbird not surprisingly i'm thinking that game's probably going to be mentioned at some point in a game of the year type thingy again mm-hmm. even though it came out in 2018 it's new to me yeah but it came out for the switch did it did not come out for the, it came out for the switch in 2018 right yeah, it came out for the Switch and Steam, and I think I don't know if it's been released for anything else since then. Like oh, I think okay. it came out for Switch and Steam simultaneously in 2018. Mm. And, uh, so weird ass game, bizarre, made, like published by the same people that published uh, Moon. So just a similar kind of weird, dark aesthetic, really cool music, and just can't recommend it enough if you like shooters. It's a good shooter game. I'm just going to keep talking about this game until I eventually beat it, and then maybe I'll shut up. Uh, which is going to be hard, because you have one life to live in that game. Mm. I'm really sad. I got Super Mario World in the mail pretty quick. Within a few days of ordering it on eBay, I, I kind of love how fast that... how fast eBay is, and like I dropped Amazon. You know, I kicked Amazon to the curb, and eBay's been treating me okay um, to, to kind of semi-impulse buy things I want. I guess a game like a Super Nintendo game I would have went through eBay anyway. But I really wanted to play around with the Game Genie stuff 
and I can't get the Game Genie to work with any of my games. Oh, no. And it makes me sad because Mario World does work. I did manage to boot that up. I was a little disappointed there was no save file on it. I was hoping there was like a completed save file on it, but there wasn't. Hmm. So it was completely wiped clean, but it works. But yeah, I can't get my Game Genie to work. I don't know. The Super Nintendo I, I acquired from Trey, and it's always been a little like finicky. Um, it's like I've cleaned it out and stuff, but it just seems like it doesn't always want to like load games. It's got the NES syndrome where you got to like take them out and put them in a couple of times sometimes. Oh yeah. I mean, so my, I'm wondering yeah. if it couldn't just be like, because I'm, you know, I'm trying to get two cartridges to work at the same time. Yeah. Maybe probably the connectors. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm going to try it on a different SNES at some point and hopefully it works. But for now, fingers crossed that my game genie isn't just like a little piece of art. Yeah, that's um I guess that's pretty much it. I'm we, a little I'm a little upset. I can't get um Mario Kart Tour to work on my phone. I don't know if it's because my phone's old. Hmm. But it is one of the protocols you have to meet to get the pins. Yeah, I was gonna say if you wanted to, we could we could save that for when we talk about the direct. We'll save it. We'll save it. But I am a little upset because I wanted to play a little bit of that game since there were some updates i thought it was funny that yeah i thought it was funny that you guys had it marked that you were both playing mario kart 2 where i'm like why that game's garbage <laughs> yeah that's sick why yeah. game's awful we're just in it for the prizes yeah but yeah finally and i guess yeah not to get ahead of ourselves but i bought a physical switch game or at least i pre-ordered it so i've I got another cartridge coming in the mail this next week yeah i'm kind of divided on that one but we'll talk about it more when we when we get to the direct so that's pretty much it. Lots and lots of moon. I mean, that's going to be the name of the game until I beat it. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I heard that there was an update on Streets of Rage 4. They said it was a pretty uh, major update. Um, they had like 80 different uh, quality of life upgrades. So um, I said to give that a try. And, you know, I, I hadn't played it in a while, so I didn't really notice anything different. But I did have a great time with Streets of Rage 4. If you haven't played it, haven't bought it, I think you should. I ended up deleting it for space issues on my system, but I do like that game. I'll re-download it at some point, I'm sure. I was waiting for whenever they add the DLC that was rumored. Yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, now, now they did this quality of life thing, they like, you know, they nerfed some characters and buffed some others and that kind of thing. Mm. Maybe that means the DLC is around the corner. I feel when that they said that was coming, or if they said um, the date that it was coming, but it is coming. Yeah, I don't think they did. The other thing was uh, We Fit. I played We Fit some more. I'm down six pounds from last week, Dang. so pretty good. I did have an injury though, so I have to. I had to slow it down a little bit because there's this one move you do called the so- the shoulder stand where you don't use the balance board. You just lay on the floor and then you throw your legs back and basically put your legs straight up to the ceiling. And so I did this. I've done this one a bunch of times. I did it like in the last round when I was previously into We Fit, and just this time around for some reason I did something wrong and I kind of folded over a little too far and I felt like my mid back, not my lower back is, you know, my, I usually have some kind of lower back pain, but my mid back this time, um, I was feeling some pain from that. So I decided to eliminate that from my, my routine that I have and I replaced it with a different one, uh, exercise, but yeah, so we fit still doing that. It's um, a, it's, it sounds but, like a, it sounds like a handstand almost. Is it? Yeah. It's almost like a handstand except for you just go up in your shoulders. So if you imagine if you can, so you're on your back and then you just kind of do like you're doing a crunch, but you, you just keep going mm-hmm. until you're on your shoulders. You know, you're like, on you're like laying on the back of your neck basically and your shoulders. 
uh, with your feet straight up in the air and you hold it for about a minute. And so just this time I've done, pro- I've done it probably 70 or 80 times, you know, with the, the um, since I was previously into we fit before a couple months ago, but this time around, I just did something wrong, I guess. And, you know, I, I probably shouldn't do that for a while. So I thought about when around. on this, on the subject of we fit and ring fit and stuff like that. I thought about this when I was editing the podcast last week, you know, we could always do like, we could have like a wager on here or something, you know, since all of us have been talking about how we, uh, been trying to do ring fit or we fit or whatever. We could, we could, we could always do a thing where like we all, you know, we all try to do it a certain amount of times a week or something like that. And if somebody misses, if somebody misses a week or something, they may have to like, I don't know, make the other two will make them buy a game or something like that. We could uh, do some sort of, uh, no. if, I mean, you know, cause I know Jeremy kept saying that you were wanted to start every week. Like I kept saying that I wanted to start. I every do week. want to get back in it. And we week. never did, but we could always like make a wager out of it and do like, I mean, a, I think there should be exceptions yeah. for injury. Like, well, sure. Yeah. I didn't want to make it yep. too crazy, but if you wanted to say like two or three, times a, a week or something like I that. I certainly get my yeah. knees get to the point where I'm like I can't play. I can't do that for a little bit. Yeah, do the uh do the bounce mode. Don't do the run mode or something. That could be something that we could talk about in a future episode. That's just something just think about it. That's a an idea, a good idea. an idea that I had there on on the fitness on the fitness I'm in. thing. I thought about it. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Let's establish the rules. We'll have to figure out the rules future. and stuff. And I figured it'd be like whoever Whoever like drops out first would be the one that has to do whatever the other two I mean, the other two decide. Like miss a week, miss like it, don't do it at all for a week. Oh, okay. Or like, well, it depends on what kind of stipulation we have. Like, it, does it have mm-hmm. to be like two times a week? Does it have to be like three times a week? Like, do you have to keep up a certain schedule? Like, it depends on whatever we would decide would would be that we'd have to keep our keep each other accountable for for each week, and then whoever messes that up would be. Would have to would be punished by whatever whatever the other two choose is what I figured. Let's hash it out this week and let's have the results for next week's show. Yeah, we could talk about it. And anybody, you know, you guys can always comment on the Facebook and stuff like that and let us know how you feel about it and that type of thing. I played on uh, Apple Arcade. I played the Pinball Wizard, the one that Trey recommended to me. Yeah, it was actually ago. it was a recommendation by Janet, and I and it looked like something that you'd like because it reminded me of. Oh uh, yeah. The old, uh, whatever it is, Pinball Quest. The Pinball Quest. Yeah, it's like the better version of Pinball Quest. It's less an RPG than Pinball Quest was, I think. It's it's really an, ar- I mean, it's an arcade-style game, right? So how can I explain it? It looks like What the Golf. Okay, it's like Pinball Quest meets What the Golf. I'll say like that. Love What the Golf. Um, yeah, the visual style is very similar, very cutesy, and um, sort of modern, simplistic-looking. And... The characterization, like the enemies are are really funny. Mm. Like just the little things that they do and little noises that they make and um so the object is you're in this you're going on different levels of this tower, you're climbing up this tower, right? And each level is a pinball arena, though it's kind of it's not like a, ta- a table, it's not like a rectangle shape, it's it's always a circle shape. So you launch your character, who is not a ball per se, he's like a little wizard character with a big ball head, but he has legs. So you hit him with the, the flippers, but he runs everywhere, which is kind of funny to watch. Oh, this little guy getting shoved all around and running all over the place. That's kind of how that Yoku's Island resort game worked or whatever's Oh yeah. Yoku's Island adventure. I forget what it was called. It was on my top 10 of whatever that year was, but express. 
Yeah, something like that. But uh, it's like a little it's like a little dung beetle that's pushing a ball around. So when you're yeah. not in so when you're not in the pinball area, you can walk to different areas. And that game was really cool. It reminds me of that. This I think is a game that would probably come to Switch if it's not on the way already. I I imagine you know it's going to come to Switch at some point. And if it does, I will, I think I'll buy it. You know, because I only got to try it for a little bit today. Uh, my Apple Arcade it expires in two days, so I decided I would just go ahead and cancel it so I didn't get charged. Mm-hmm. So I played the game, and then I canceled it, and I look forward to playing it again in the future when it comes to Switch, which, you know, no word that it's going to, but I think it will. Be surprised. Everything's coming to Switch now. And besides, yeah, Mario Kart Tour, um, that's uh, that's it for me. Okay, cool. Well, uh, let's let's take a break, and then we'll get into we'll get into the direct and all that stuff, and... Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. Ha-ha! <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over.
All right, so we're back, and uh, yeah, in like right after we stopped recording last week, there was a direct, of course, you know, on that Thursday, and uh, I thought about you know maybe doing an addendum thing, but we already had enough stuff on there about Moon and all that. I didn't, I didn't want to do it again, but uh, yeah, all, all of those rumors and such were approved to be true, pretty much as the really. Super Mario Bros. Direct, and I do want to get into that uh, fully in a second. I do want to mention there are a couple things. Uh, Worth checking out this this week as far as releases go. Pikmin three is back on the Wii U eShop. That's that's pretty funny. I just I wanted to mention that because you, you put that on. Do you think that, that was them directly responding to people getting to people mad getting mad that it was delisted? De- so. Yeah, yeah. Because they never brought back uh, Tropical Freeze. Oh yeah. That, well, maybe that's next. I mean, they they should they should bring that back after. But yeah, Pikmin three is still back on the Wii U. Uh, Jeremy and I, uh, Jeremy, John, and I, we we all we all have that game. Do you play Pikmin three as well, Mario? I have not been a Pikmin person. Um, I did play Tropical Freeze, so. Oh. But yeah, I know I'm not. Um, I haven't actually played any Pikmin games. It's just one of those franchises I haven't gotten around to. Oh, Who'd do you, you have a Wii U? We do have a Wii U, actually. Um, I think my husband might have played Pikmin, but I just didn't. Um, I haven't picked it up yet. I got it. It was uh, they were trying so hard to sell Wii U's that they were actually offering free games. With the purchase of Mario Kart 8, and I got Pikmin 3 free with Mario Kart 8. Because that was at the time where they're like, if you buy Mario Kart 8, we'll give you another free game. So that's how I ended up getting it. But yeah, Pikmin's great. Like, I really enjoyed Pikmin 1 and 2 on GameCube, and uh, I think 3 is really good. I mean, I'm sure you guys will definitely end up playing it in some sort for the website and stuff like that when it comes to Switch, but it's worth checking out. It's, it's a fun, it's a fun game involving, uh, little, little guys sacrificing themselves for you. It's a, it's it's a great it, it it fits very well with the time that we're living in and all that. <laughs> Sacrifice yourself for the good of schools reopening and, and all that stuff. You <laughs> saw that that hard times article. I posted. Yeah, yeah, that was it was great. I I read like, like the, guest guest writer Betsy DeVos. <laughs> I read like the first couple paragraphs of it. and It was funny, but uh, one one big thing that came out this week that I actually got a chance to play, and I think it's really cool. Uh, Spellbreak is on Switch right now, and Spellbreak is like Fortnite with uh, with magical powers and like uh, superpowers and stuff, and it's really cool. Like, uh, it's it's totally free. Uh, I I downloaded it. I played through the tutorial. I I did like four or five matches online, and I think it's good. I think it's slick. I think that I think the graphics are really good. And you can like kind of fly around. There's and you get uh you get various things that upgrade your weapons. You start with a weapon, you know, and there's different um there's different el- elemental weapons you can use. You have like you know there's like a freeze. There's like a bow and arrow freeze thing that you shoot. There's also like a fire and stone and and uh, poison and various different magical spells that you can do. And uh, it's cool. It's basically like Fortnite, like minus building walls and. Uh, yeah, and I and I got pretty good at it. I was able to kill. I was able to kill quite a few people on there, and I and I beat my my very first uh, round that I played. I won, so I thought that was awesome. But yeah, I definitely I recommend you guys check it out because I think it's really good and it's free and it's only like two gigs I think to download. So you should try. Honestly, it. Fortnite with magic sounds better than Fortnite to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like I like spell casting. I'm a sucker for it. So yeah. I, I stopped playing Fortnite a long, long time ago. It was just one of those things I just checked it out because it was coming to Switch and. I don't know. I was people were watching it on the stream and stuff like that, and it just got to the point where it's just I needed space and I just didn't care to play it anymore. But this is you broke up with Fortnite. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's like needed your space. <laughs> it's like Fortnite in the way that it's like a battle royale. You know, you 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 know you fall from the sky at the very beginning. You can choose to land in different parts of the map. 
Uh, it's cool that you start with a gun. I like that. You get to choose whatever your magic spell is. You get like one magic spell to start with. So you do have something when you hit the ground. And yeah, you collect stuff as you go. You can upgrade, you can upgrade yourself. Like, so it has some RPG mechanics in there. You can, you know, you can like, you can get upgrades that'll like make you like run faster and have a heart, like have like a higher shields and stuff like that. And like higher difficulty or higher def- defense as you go through it. And you get like potions and, uh, and stuff to refill your shields and that type of thing. But you can like, uh, you can like fly. Like you have a jump, like kind of a floaty jump thing where you can, where you can uh, stay high in the air. And there's also upgrades that you get. There's one of them that shoots you really high up into the sky. So you can like kind of get an overview of seeing everyone. And there's also one that's like sort of like a fast, it's like a fast flying where you can just go straight really quick. And it does the same thing with the shrinking, with the shrinking storm cloud and all that. So there's like the little area that gets smaller and smaller, which is like Fortnite. But yeah, I mean, check it out. It's free. It costs nothing. It's, it's cool. And I, I like it. I think it looks really nice and I definitely want to play it some more. I mean, it would be fun to do a squad thing with, with you guys as well with, which, uh, if you guys had how time, big of a file call. is it? Do you know? Off the top of your head? It's like two gigs, I think. It's not bad. So it's not very, it's not very big. Uh, it's worth downloading and checking out. I put Luigi's mansion or something. I, <laughs> yeah, if I already de- deleted Luigi's mansion off mine, unfortunately, I love that game, but I just needed the space at the time. But no, it's cool. It's a really cool game. And if anybody hasn't played it, they should definitely try it out. Yeah, we talked about Circuit Dude, uh, Hot Shots Racing. That's coming out this week. Uh, I downloaded that, pre-purchased it. Uh, RPG Maker is out now, and you can get the player for free that's on there as well. That's another, like, two-gig thing. But, so that's a, free, a bunch of free games, pretty much, right? Yeah, RPG Maker. Uh, there's always two versions. There's a player version where you can get it for free, and you can download people's games and play them, which is pretty awesome. And if, if you want to actually create the games, you have to pay for the Maker. And I think the Maker is like 50 60 bucks. but it's cool that the player is free, and they're both available right now. I downloaded the player, but I haven't gotten to mess around with it yet. But I have played the Japanese version. It's been out in Japan for like the past like two years. And you were able to get, you were actually able to download English games through there. So I have played it through there. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's what you imagine. It's like a Super Nintendo looking RPG that somebody made. So it could be really awful. It could be really great, but it's, it's cool that it's free. I feel like I should always mention the, the time that I actually made a game in RPG Maker. The original one, the one on place, the original PlayStation. So I actually, I think I rented it or borrowed it, but I made a copy of it and I was able to boot it up with the, the janky like switch or the, uh, you switching the discs out and stuff. So mm-hmm. whatever, you know, that was when I was a pirate Ill- illegally, <laughs> not like when I get to play the pirate uh, under the Jolly Roger, but um, I got it working to, and I, uh, and one day I was just like determined, I'm like, I'm going to make a game today. And so I made a game. It was just literally it, the name of the game was Steal the Walrus. And the character like wakes up in the morning and he just goes, I think I'm going to go steal a walrus today. And then like you go and you fight this king or something and you kill him. And then like you end up stealing this walrus from him. But it turns out the walrus is the name of his airship. So yeah, sort of like a clever twist. <laughs> it's it's like moon almost before also you yeah. get like 500 airships you don't just get one yes yeah. like because you can get however you know you control the items so it's like here's 500 airships all called the walrus yeah i remember that where you you get you be like one guy and you get multiple airships i remember mm-hmm. that being on there but yeah that that's that's like the main releases for the week um there's not a not a whole lot of deals that i noticed that had changed much from last week so all that but let's let's dig into let's dig into this direct right here Let's go. I want to compliment your notes here, John. You have them 
Very well, oh, thank or, you. very well organized, and everything's in order. I think I didn't get double double check. In order, yeah. But I felt like everything is in order, which is how I always like to do it. So, yeah, oh, they yeah. they did a Super Mario thirtieth thirty fifth anniversary direct on Thursday, right? At you know, while as I was editing this, it was a what was it like a good like twenty minutes almost? It, I yeah. felt like it went for it a sixteen while. minutes. Sixteen minutes, yeah. But um, first off, it was a very strange announcement, but I figured this would be something that Jeremy would be into getting. Uh, they they mentioned uh, Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch Portable. I'm very interested, and I would yeah. also like was like, what the hell is this even like? I thought <laughs> that they were going to release like a Game and Watch collection on the Switch or something like that. Like, yeah, that's what I would have suspected too. I didn't think there was going to be a physical thing. I was not expecting that. Yeah, we we had heard so many rumors about like the main thing from this, but it was, but never like starting off with that. I was like, oh, okay, all right, well, there's that. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, definitely weirder than I thought it was going to be already. And it it would it has um it has Mario one and Lost Levels on it, right? Or it yeah. has like two le- two games. And on it's it. also a clock. Yeah, and be, it's a clock, to be, like, <laughs> right? To be gotta be a watch. What, uh-huh. an interactive clock. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's like, oh yeah, and you can tell time also. Yeah, from what I is from what I see, it's a uh, fifty dollars. Uh, it's coming out in November. It's just kind of one of those what the fuck things. If we were in a if we were in a better time when uh, jobs were more fluent, I would definitely think about getting it. But as you, of can right pre, now, it's kinda you can pre you can pre order this through like I think Amazon UK, um, which I don't get. I don't like that they got to order it first. Yeah, you can't. Get but it through. I've got yeah. I've got a few different notifications up to like get a hold of me which i don't really want to order it through amazon so i'm hoping i can get it through somebody else but i've got some some notifications up so i'm going to try to grab one of these even though it's not cheap i think that i could probably it's the first game i ever beat was super mario brothers you know on the nes so like it's a you know i know it's a very popular game but it does hold a special place in my heart to where it's got enough of a, a pull on my nostalgia strings that I'm like, I would just love to have this as its own thing in my pocket. And like, whatever the alarms are, I bet they're like Mario music that you can set your alarms. Like, this would become my alarm to wake me up. <laughs> I mean, well, now that you put it that way, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to set some of those notifications and get this down. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I mean, depending on how rare they are and whatever, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. I don't know what's going to happen with this thing, but like, Someone's going to hack it. They're going to put a bunch of NES games on it. So it might be worth owning just for the the flexibility of that possibility. I mean, it all pretty much depends on how much like memories on there, right? Like as to whether they can hack it or not. Yeah, that's true. Seems Maybe to they be did that... manage to like put a very small memory chip on it. I mean, that seems to be the case. Like I remember that was what people were, I mean, when they first announced like the NES, the NES classic and all that, I remember one of our guests was saying like, you know, it all depends on what memory is on the thing. And and that's whether you can hack it or not. Turns out a a significant amount. Turns out there was a lot in there. So you could do whatever you wanted with it. Because it was probably cheaper just to do that rather than get some sort of specially manufactured smaller memory. Right. Yeah, I was think I was thinking like it's like how many different versions of Mario do you already have portable? Well, do you want one more? <laughs> it's like I already have Super Mario Brothers like on 3DS, on Game Boy Advance, like on Game Boy Color, like on the Switch. It's you free know? twice it's, on the uh, Switch. <laughs> well, if you're having the online membership. Yeah, now it's free free twice with the NES and the All-Star one, but I don't know, yeah. it's it's a weird it's a weird Nintendo thing. Cool. I'm glad it's in there. And the next one was one that we uh, wasn't wasn't too much of a surprise. It was kind of one that hadn't happened yet, but we figured was going to happen. Uh, Super Mario 3D World coming to grace the Switch. 
again for uh, kind of surprising how far out this announcement is. Even though yeah, actually looking yeah. at the, looking at the, it's not that far out really. It's four, yeah, February, February of next year, and this in uh, I guess right around five months. Do we know why it's taking that long? Because honestly, I've been waiting this for this since the day the Switch came out because I love 3D World. So I, the sooner the better. But I don't. I'm wondering, are they going to update the textures? Or is that why it's taking so long? Do you guys? Know? I think part of why it's taking so long is well, um, it was uncovered that this whole direct was supposed to actually happen in April. Probably, yeah. Oh, and okay. so I think, I think everything just got shifted ahead. I think it's so probably just, ready yeah. to go, and you know, then they didn't want to bump up against you know their other holiday oh, game, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. So, so yeah. in which case, this game might have originally been slated to be a holiday release. Probably. I, I always figured that the any of the Wii U re-releases are kind of stuff they can just slot in whenever they need something yeah. to take up that month or whatever time period, because I'm sure ah, they have. But but. Looks like there's more content. Oh, but but the extra stuff, the DLC yeah. stuff. Yeah. The DLC, yeah. yeah I'm really. It was I'm, such a huge game already. It's yeah. like it's it's a massive, massive game. I don't know. Oh, Did was you guys ba- was Bowser's Fury? Was it on the Wii U? No, no I no. think that's all new. Okay, okay, okay. No, just the, the Super Mario 3D World in itself is already a massive game, and adding yes. another thing to it, it's cool that, and it looks like it's going to be a story related thing, right? Like a more single player or whatever mm-hmm. story. DLC is what I'm looking at. I mean, this I is why so. this yeah. game is why I, this and Mario Kart were why I bought a Wii U. Oh, for sure, yeah, that's why so. I bought one too. Once 3D World came out, I was like, okay, I got to get a Wii U now. And I think, it, yeah, a 3D World. I, I don't think eight. I don't think Mario Kart eight was out yet, but it was. Yeah, this. I think I bought this and uh, Mario Mario U right when I got my Wii U, and of course I bought like Nintendo Land and Wonderful 101 and other like weird ones like that that were on sale, you know, but. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, yeah. But this was the main one for me, and yeah, 3D World is great. Um, I played it all the way through, even got the extra levels. Couldn't beat some of those extra levels because they're fucking hard. But, oh my uh, god, the end ones, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> they're, they're awful. Yeah, there were some of them. They were just like so, and it was like there was like no checkpoints and that final one. It was just I just couldn't do it. But, I don't know if we ended <laughs> up beating that. My husband and I played all the way through that for. We spent forever on it, but mm-hmm. I can't remember if we did. I never ever ended up beating the very last level because you're right. That's it's just nuts. It's like insane. And, and that's your isn't that your favorite uh, Mario game as well? That yeah, that's oh. yeah, that's absolutely my. And honestly, Super Mario Three was it for me forever. And I used to pull it out every New Year's Eve and play it as like a special ritual on New Year's Eve until midnight. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, cool. I really really love Super Mario Three, but Three D World just. There was so much to it. I really liked all the ads of like the cat suit. There hadn't been another Mario game that I felt like raised the bar as much as 3D World until 3D World. And the fact that it was so big and you could keep... We just played it forever and ever. I felt like we played that game for months and we were still just having a blast with it. We played it with my brother-in-law and his wife and just so many good memories and so many... I remember... One of the things that sticks out for me with 3D World 2 is that um, I know for Super Mario 3, I could tell you what every level looks like and where every little object is. And I haven't felt that way about a Mario game again until I got back to 3D World. And I remember I remember all the levels. Um, just watching the trailer made me happy because I was like, oh, I remember that. That was such a good level or that was so hard or that mm-hmm. we really killed each other a bunch bumping into each other here. You know, it's. 3D World, just I love 3D World. So I was, like I said, I've been waiting for this forever. So the fact that it's February, it's, I'm like, man, I just wish it was a little sooner. But <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. It's, a, it's surprising this didn't come out, you know, in the first year of 
the Switch. I think it could have sold consoles, so. I do too, and I yeah. honestly, I was worried that for some reason they weren't going to do it. I was like, are you just not bringing this one over? Because that would be tragic to me, honestly. But I guess Odyssey came out in the first year, so they didn't need to Mario Juggernauts. Yeah, for sure. It, it and it would it would be something that well, I mean, Mario was it you didn't come out until like a year after as well, mm-hmm. so they they waited on that one. But yeah, no, it's it, like I said, I, I think I think that they're just kind of waiting on these just to put them in there whenever they needed to. I, I think they uh, probably had this thirty five thirty fifth anniversary thing in the works for over a year. Yeah. At least, you know, so they probably pegged this game for, for this time frame a long time ago. I At first I was like, nah, I mean, I already have it and I've gotten pretty, I haven't beaten all the bonus levels, but I'm on the, I'm on the extra levels, if I remember correctly. And um, yeah, I'm like, no, I still have the Wii U version and that's just like, you know, an HDMI plug away. But now seeing that there's extra content, I don't know. I, I think the main thing for me, which uh, is also on the outline here, but Nintendo is confirmed, like officially confirmed, that there's online multiplayer for this. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So oh, that, online multiplayer. So that's something online that I think is a. That I think that's a big thing. Like, because you know the the yep. the U one didn't have online multiplayer, and the fact that they're putting that in there that that's a pretty big step. And that's and depending on how big the extra stuff is that in the original one. You know, I might consider getting it again, and I've I've never double bought aside from you know, aside from Breath of the Wild, I bought that again on Switch after I already bought it on Wii U. But I got a deal from that one. But it's like none of the other ones I've really bought twice. So I mean, but I, I'd consider it for this one if if the extra stuff is enough and the online multiplayer sounds really really cool. If you know, oh, if, yeah. they, if they don't like fuck it up in some way, you know, it could be a lot of fun. I'm gonna buy it on Wii U because I don't have it on Wii U yet, and I'll play that. Hopefully in the next, I don't know, month or two or something. And then that'll give me some time to beat it. And then I can have it. Um, I can get this new one for the multiplayer alone. I think it was the reason that I would get it. Is because based on how much time I've played Mario Maker multiplayer, like I think yeah. I'll get my money's worth out oh, of this. Oh, yeah, you would. It, yeah, John, you absolutely would. It, John's the Mario Maker master. Yeah, and I, oh, I mean, this would be a fun thing for all of us to play together. Yeah. Sure, it yeah. Would be. yeah, yeah. It would be good, good stream worthy stuff. Um, is it is it uh, is it under the um, is it one of those selects on on Wii U? Like, are they selling it for twenty? I don't think so. on the Wii U, or, so, or no. is it still the full price? I think the three D land on the three DS is a select, but not three hmm. D world. I would still want to find a physical copy though. I don't We've got one. We've got the physical. We buy physical a lot, even for Switch. Weirdly, yeah. I should I should have asked that of you in the first part if you were on the side of physical or or. Uh, or, or or digital. I used to be. I, I mean, I got physical for everything. Like pretty much all of my, most of my Switch or most of my Wii U games are, are physical. But when it came to the Switch, just because it was portable, I just wanted everything on the system. So I just went completely digital, pretty much. Aside from, you know, like imports and and we and Ring Fit and stuff like that that you can't get, or like Labo, you know, stuff you can't get digital. To be honest, um, I, I prefer digital. My husband prefers phys- physical, so we tend to get. And sometimes we share, so we'll just get a physical copy, and then we'll just whoever wants the game. Um, that's how I was playing Breath of the Wild for a while. But uh, I like to be able to just have my games when I get on there. Um, yeah. I have a physical copy of Animal Crossing, which is usually in my Switch. So mm-hmm. lately, especially, I've been doing 
of other games by digital just so that I don't have to switch it out. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. Like, I, the only the only physical game I have in there is Ring Fit Adventure, and I have other physical games that I want to play, but I just don't want to switch the game out, so it's still just Ring Fit because I, you know, I'm holding on to the possible idea of me actually doing Ring Fit again at some point. So yeah, I, so am I. I've got my Ring Fit, like, right next to me. It yeah. <laughs> my ass the first time, but I'm in, I'm into it. I'm going to try again. <laughs> it's, it's rough, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't, I'm going to try to put a picture on chat that I want you want you to see. Uh, this is how excited I was about the original uh, Cat Mario for uh, Mario Mario 3D World. It, it was the picture. It was the very first picture of Nintendo main of our of our podcast that that I used. Oh, I just got it to work. Yep, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was my that was my Halloween costume for that year was uh, the Cat Mario suit, and that's Jeremy as as one of the uh, priests from Resident Evil Four. So, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> that, that's how excited i and that's that hat that's the hat that i got from club nintendo that i'm wearing there the mario hat oh, i love so. that hat too honestly uh the cat the cat suit thing was super awesome i really that's one of my favorite things about 3d world because i thought some of the suits don't seem that useful in mario games or like they're just kind of like eh, whatever but the cat suit then the abilities that you got from it i thought were First of all, adorable, but also really cool. Yeah, and I'm really excited about the – this is something I missed that's in the outline here, but they're releasing two new Amiibo figures as well of Cat Mario and Cat Peach, and I am all for that. I love I love the Cat Mario. I'm, I'm a huge cat person myself, so I like the cats being blended with Nintendo, like two of my I favorite things. I can't tell things, if so. they're really fuzzy or if that's just like a textural thing they've done. Oh, I, if I they were fuzzy. I think, That'd be so cool. I think Cause it's because the, the fluffy, like the the yarn Yoshi amiibo and the yarn Poochie, are my favorite amiibos. I love those too. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that it's a texture, but I do think the texture looks really good. It, mm. it looks like it's like a, a hard texture, but it's but the fact that it's textured like that, I think it looks great. Like I don't think it's actually soft, but that doesn't that doesn't make me want it, want it any less. Like I still think it looks super detailed, and I like the way they went with it. Oh yeah, like we're already pressing the button for. You know, yeah. as soon as that comes up, we're getting yeah. Mm-hmm. I we have a ton of amiibo. If if I was in my upstairs office, I could show you, but uh, we've got an amiibo shelf. My favorites right now are the Splatoon ones, but the Cat Mario and the Cat Peach will probably be high up there. And then we used we actually had the uh, wedding amiibo uh, Mario and um, Peach at our wedding on top of our cake. <laughs> oh, nice! Oh my gosh, we that's uh. Awesome. We ended up using a. We did a. What was it? We used Ahsoka and uh, Garuk or whatever his name is. The uh, we used we used the um, the rock guy and and Ahsoka Tano from uh, from Star Wars Clone Wars as our as our wedding cake topper. So we did. <laughs> That's awesome. We did a similar thing as well, but we didn't feel we didn't feel like Mario and Peach really represented us as people. So. So we used we used different characters, but yeah, we I yeah, used the big. I might have chosen big, yeah. different ones. I used the big we I used the big Goron as me and just was uh, Ahsoka Tano, who's like probably the best new Star Wars character ever. Yeah, I think. But I, I do think if you're going for a traditional wedding topper and you swapped out Mario or yeah Mario and Peach, that's still pretty fucking cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, we so we got married in 2018 and they had just come out. We actually so we were like you know for as much as we did play Nintendo games together and we. One of the things we bonded over was that we're just super Nintendo fan nerds, you know, mm-hmm. and so it was one of those things where, like, yeah, I typically play as, uh, he plays as Toad a lot, and if I can play someone other than Peach, I usually will, but in this case, I was like, you know, they made these wedding things, we're getting married this sure, year, yeah. this is totally going to happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> so... 
It yep. was awesome. We had a fun time with it. I also, I think the only one I had was the, um, I think the only one I have is the peach wedding one. So I didn't have the other ones either, but, but yeah, we decided to use, to use different amiibo ones, but it still works regardless. Amiibos are great. Yeah. I have a, or amiibo, I guess it's the pearl, is the pearl term, but yeah, they're, they're awesome. And I'm glad that they're still coming around. It's not even if they're not really being like marketed for their functionality anymore at all. Yeah, I don't use them for anything really. I just like the way they look. Like I, I don't use them on any games really at all. So it's, it's just kind of like I just think they look cool, you know. Yeah, I mean they're they're really quality statues, honestly, mm. and that's what you usually use them for. I especially love the eight bit ones for Link and Zelda and them, and, oh, yeah, and yeah. the Mario one. Oh sure. yeah, the Mario one's awesome. I, I haven't gotten a hold of a Link one yet, but mm-hmm. I love my Mario one for sure. Well, uh, let's uh, let's continue on here with the with the direct. Um, this was one that was super another big surprise that we didn't know about. Uh, Super Mario thirty Super Mario Brothers thirty five basically kind of looks like if uh, what if Super Mario Brothers and Tetris ninety nine had sex and this is their uh, baby here. Yeah, is a mixture and it's of both the same of them. developers. Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. It's like, yeah, it's reminiscent of reminiscent yeah, of Tetris, Tetris 99. It's like you play, you're playing a part of Mario, and you do a thing that it affects another person. Square, who's playing a part of Mario, it's going to be three free through the Nintendo Switch Online. Awesome. Uh, one thing that I find really weird though is like, why is it only? Why is it like only till March of next year? Like, what's up with that? Like, we can't like. Play yeah, I don't it. understand why they did that. Why, like, we can't play it forever, like uh, Tetris ninety nine. Like, the best, uh, I don't want them to take it away. The best, <laughs> just like yeah. the best, just most logical reason that I've seen anyone say is that it will no longer be the thirty fifth anniversary. Yeah, but but it's but they shouldn't take games away from you. I don't think. Like, what so if I you wonder, really like I wonder it? if they're gonna <laughs> yeah. make it like a uh, if they're gonna do like expand it. Like they did Tetris ninety nine, where there's like more modes and stuff. Oh, like a that'd perch. be cool, yeah. Like a Maybe purchase so. thing. Be Super Mario ninety nine or something. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, yeah. Well, I mean, it, they did Tetris ninety nine. They expanded it to where there was a you know like a ten dollar DLC, which is totally worth it because you get a lot of cool stuff from it. But, but I mean, you can still play it though. Like it's not review. It's not. Re- it's not removed from Nintendo Switch Online. You can still play it. Like even if you didn't buy the do the paid DLC. So it just seems well, that's, weird. That's not me. the only thing with an expiration date. So that's why I just kind of wondered if it wasn't like, I know, but it's an online expansion plan. Yeah. I mean, but it's an online game. It's like a, it's like a massive online game. I figured they would want to keep it going forever. It's a good, it's a positive thing for the system and a good thing for Nintendo switch online and all that. I don't know why they would want it to get rid of it. Maybe they don't think it has a staying power. Yeah. I don't know. There's also the theory that it's like the Disney vault thing. Remember they'd put the movies away for mm. 15 years or whatever. And oh, then, right bring him up back hey now for a limited time only you know yeah. that was proven profitable so i think maybe nintendo kind of does that sometimes i don't like that though it's another one of those things <laughs> no uh, i don't I, I don't like that either but I, I feel like if any if any video game company is going to try it and be successful at it it's probably going to be nintendo because nobody else will tolerate it from anybody else i don't think yeah i just i mean i like tetris 99 a lot and i don't want tetris 99 to ever leave and if i yeah, end I up really enjoying it. super mario 35 i don't want it to go away you know i want it to be able to play it whenever i want so i played 99 for a little while I, it's to the point where i don't even mention it on the show anymore because i play because you play it every week yeah <laughs> i mean pretty, di- pretty damn near i mean everybody knows that we still play tetris 99 I mean, it's a great game yeah i'm really excited to play it i want to see and, it, and it's and it's coming out 
forgot to mention it's coming out the first day of October and it's free through Nintendo Switch. So I'm really hoping yeah. I can win it because I'm good at Mar- the first Mario. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested to see how it works. And it's cool that the people who did Tetris 99 are doing it. That, that's definitely a plus for me. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. And then the next thing is something that's very super bizarrely Nintendo and just like all this stuff is, but a new to new gonna make a ton of money, new toys to life type. Oh thing. my god! Right now, now one first thing I thought, and my wife mentioned it as well while we were watching it, is like you need a lot of fucking space to do this yeah. thing. We're like, we can't do this. We don't have enough space in our apartment. Plus, the cats, you do the cats would probably get in the way. You take your switch to yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the cat hazard is real. I mean, uh-huh. I, th- I think it's a really cool idea, but yeah, we don't have the space for this. Like, no way. All all our tracks would be the same. They'd be real short, and either that or like really skinny tracks that just have like one big turn at the end or something i don't know i think it's a cool idea but yeah you need you need a big play area to get it i'm highly skeptical of it um i feel like it's just something along the lines of you know their recent collaboration with lego like Mm -hmm. they're just toyifying stuff as much as they can they thought they needed to like corner the market and have their own toy line which they're still doing but now they're just like why the fuck not lego wants to do it these guys want to do this with us like Let's just make a bunch of money. Not to, not to say they aren't quality products, but it's just Nintendo's it, become more lax with the their licenses as far as this stuff's concerned lately. To, to me, so as for the quality, yeah. I think this kind of speaks to the quality. Um, the The price it was found to be one hundred twenty nine ninety nine euros, which translates to one hundred and fifty three dollars fifty three cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for that much money, it's got to be some quality, right? It's got to be good, and I'm hoping that. It, I'll, I'll I'll wait on it um, until I see is it more toy or video game. If it's more video game and actually has like you know some good depth to it and that kind of thing, then maybe I'll give it a look if I have 150 bucks laying around. I mean, you, you, so I don't know if you can play it in your apartment though, John. You'd have to take all, you'd have to move all your stuff out for it to fit. I mean, it's like true. where you would have to find an outdoor area to put. I mean, can, how how much off off roading do you think the Mario Kart would be able to do? I don't know. It'd be cool to be able to like race it around like outside, but you got to put all those gates and shit around, you know, for it to read it. I don't know. I, I'm feeling a lot of like Labo vibes from it for for me. It's where it's like mm-hmm. it, you got you have the toy there, you have a game component, but maybe it's not going to be like it's. I don't. I would put money on it that it's not going to be as big as like Mario Kart Eight, like that type of thing. Like, I mean, yeah, you can build your own race tracks, but like. You know, there's not going to be like Grand Prix mode or unlockable characters or anything like that because because your character is in your cart that you got. You know, you don't really have you got Mario or Luigi. That's all you got. I don't think you're going to be able to unlock until they release the rest of the line and make a bunch more money. Yeah, Yeah, which I I could see that happening for sure. When I first saw it, I was honestly blown away because I was like, oh, my God, it's like Lambo had a baby with Mario Kart, honestly. And my I know my little cousins, they you know just got into games. They're just old enough to start playing stuff like that. They're playing Mario Kart. They're going to want it like crazy for Christmas. Um, Well, actually, I don't know when it's coming out. So when did it say it was coming Uh, out? coming out? October. October 16th, real soon. October. Yeah. yeah, It's going to be the Christmas thing. Not even a month away. Well, about about a little bit over a month away. From now, well, so. I guess my take on it is um, we reviewed the Labos, most of them. There's a one kit we never got around to. I was really impressed with how well thought out the games were, as well as the builds. Mm-hmm. So, I and it, also I have a soft spot for RC cars because I never got one when I was a kid and I wanted one really bad. Mm-hmm. So, I think. The whole theme for me with this direct is just take all my money, Nintendo, because <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna end up giving it to you anyway. But 
I actually have a lot of hope for this one. My problem with the way the cars are built is they seem, the camera seems really tall. And I feel like you're going to bump into, like, you can't really go under things the way that I imagine because the car is so tall. Mm. That was one of my thoughts. Um, the other thought is, yeah, you do need a lot of space. And, yeah, stuff's going to get broken. Do you, think yeah. the ga- do you think the gates provide some sort of assisted steering? Like, do you think they kind of establish, like, a uh, invisible, like, like, walls on the side of the track to where it would make it a little easier? You know what I mean? It would draw the thing I, I, toward the gate. I think it would have yeah. to. It would have to in some way, right? Because I could, I could easily see myself like, yeah, just completely going off the track and being like way over by a wall, and you know, Chase just the like cat around for a while, backing up and going for, you know, like yeah. Just but then Lockitude try- comes and flies from behind you and grabs your cart and puts it back on the. And you're like, the Mom, <laughs> it's floating again. Floor. Trying to get it to fi- trying to get it figured out. I don't know. I think the idea of it's brilliant. Like I, I, lo- I love this like AR like. Whole, I mean, I thought it was really, really cool. It's like, do I think I'm going to get it? Probably not. I mean, it's it's expensive, and like I said, I don't think I have enough room to like really make it worth worth getting. You know, I mean, you're adding you're adding this uh, whole new element to if it were like a full fledged video game, this whole element of like mechanically the cart working correctly. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Is it going to work on carpet? Can you take it outside? What if you have That's uneven floors, which a lot of us do if we're renting? Like you never know what the floor is actually going to be like where you're living. Like, yeah. It, it looks going to affect something like this. It seems to be pretty low to the floor. It, it looked like they were favoring like a like hardwood floors because yeah, mm-hmm. even on the box there it shows it on hardwood floors. So yeah. I think that's what they're hoping that you have, you know, and that's what we have. But but still, I mean, we have pretty good, pretty big floor space in the front of the apartment. But I still don't think it's enough to to make multiple tracks with, you know, <laughs> like it's I don't know. It's just it's cool. Like yeah, if you're if you have kids and you have a big house, it probably. But when you have a big house that isn't carpeted, like my mom's house is mostly carpeted, so it's like they have a big house, but it's like, would it even work on that? I don't know. You know, it's it's just like a few like if this if you know if this was this, then how would this figure out like that sort of thing? So I don't know, but I do think it's. I mean, I think it's a very cool idea. Like I, I, I do think it looks really neat. With it. Yeah, I'm very interested in like how it works out. I yeah. just don't. I'm not going to be waiting to, to pre-order this one. Even if it does end up being like later on, I end up like being like, damn it, it was rare and I should have. It's just, it's too pricey to be so uncertain how it actually really works. I mean, honestly, I would rather spend the extra money for the Lego set. I think that's more on my line of like a toy crossover. Mm. Yeah, because you know that's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's neat. I want to see. I want to see somebody else do it because I. I don't see it fitting into my budget as of right now. That's for sure. So. Yeah, it's real pricey, and like you guys say, there's probably a lot of mechanical questions with it as far yeah. as how it's going to work out in yeah. the real world when it plays out. More so than even the AR stuff that you saw with Labo and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's a neat idea. I just, yeah, I, w- I really want to see how well it works, but I don't want to try it out myself. Unless Nintendo wants to send us a free copy, which. What's the liking, likeliness of that? You know, hey, we'll review uh, it. Yeah, yeah, we're open to that. Yeah, hey, I'll, I'll put that on Metacritic for you. Totally. So the next part, it just like goes into talking about a whole bunch of different like events and such. Uh, my Nintendo missions, which I guess you guys have already been trying to do, right? Yeah. Yes. So I've done all of them. Um, I just did the uh, Mario Kart one today. And so all you got to do is log on and... Um, I don't know if you have to do just one race or if you have to complete the whole, like, uh, you know, all four of the Mario circuit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the um, thing is, you play it today. It's open from, what is it, now until uh, March 31st. 
Oh, okay. So you got plenty. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. Time. Excuse me. Uh, the Mario the Mario Kart one is open from now until September twenty second. Okay, so still, still a lot of time. Got to get on it and play it uh, while you can, and then you get your points the next week on the 29th. Hmm. So, yeah, I played it today, and hopefully I'll get my points on the 29th, and that'll be that, and I'll never play Mario Kart Tour again. I'm yeah. running into some some problems, and I don't know if it's because my phone is kind of older, but yeah, it won't, it won't load past... Oh, hold on. I think it might be working now. Okay, I guess I needed to download an update, and I think I'm just now figuring that out. Yeah, there was a long update. I was having a... I was having this horrible issue with my phone, which I guess it's been happened to a lot of iPhone phones. But my um, the space in my phone have just has just been randomly disappearing. I don't know where it's going. It's basically all going to other files, whatever those are. So I had like sixteen gigs of of other files that were just gone, and I don't know where they went. So like my phone just like completely ran out of storage for I don't know why because I don't play any games on there. I don't really download anything on it aside from podcasts, which aren't that big. But it's like a it was weird, and I and I updated it finally, and that fixed it. Now I have like 17 gigs worth of free space on my on my on my phone again. But so now I could download it and play around with it. But yeah, I thought I thought Mario Kart Tour was garbage. I mean, we I'm had just gonna a, do yeah. it for the pins. I thought Let's it was do a check in and get yeah. pins. Yeah, I felt like it kind of played the game for you. I didn't even feel like I was playing. I felt like it was like turning so, for me. And I will say, for when me. I played it today, I think the update has improved it. I think it feels more like Mario Kart than it did before. Largely because now you can play it in landscape mode. And so that's a lot better. Did you play it on your computer or did you play it on your phone? On my phone. Oh, okay, because you said widescreen, so I wasn't sure how, how you are playing it. I think they added I mean, like landscape you, mode. You really. turn your phone. You know. Oh, good. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't it, – it felt so weird to play it like the other way in the vertical mode for me. It didn't seem right. Were you, yeah, were you, it seems a lot more like Mario Kart now. Did you guys – were you able to use any of those sprites or anything like that on there? I saw they had some – No, because that's one of the things like – uh, if you remember, there's that gotcha mechanic. Yeah, where you, you got to unlock like, them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's random. So you don't you get your rubies and you pay five rubies to have a chance at winning the new character. Oh, okay, weird. so yeah, I don't want to spend all my day doing that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I hear you. Yeah, so that's so that's that. Uh, Mario Kart. Mine, mine's mine's still glitching out on me. It oh. won't get past twelve percent when it's starting up. So I might have to get a hold of Nintendo. But I'm gonna be super bummed if. It doesn't work, and that's why I don't get my pens. Because I've done everything else, literally. Can can you like uh, we, can you sync like uh, Shauna's phone to it or something, and that's get, a good it, get it through Maybe there? Try, yeah, use another phone. Yeah, yeah. Try try that's your try your partner's phone or whatever. You know, that's try to get idea. that working. I might do that. Um, yeah. Or just get a new phone. I mean, I need those pens. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get a new phone. Just to get. Uh, well, you never know. Honestly, I would get a new phone to get the pins too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm up yeah. for an upgrade, but then that also locks me into a contract, so I've yeah. been avoiding it. That's why my phone's from 2016, mm-hmm. which isn't that old. But I, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, me personally, I don't really care. I just do the the like extra five dollars, <laughs> extra five dollars a month or whatever to get a new phone because I'm not planning on changing companies anytime soon. So I'm like, whatever, I'll take a contract. Give me a new phone. But, I'm gonna uh, jump over to Pixel, so I don't want to. <laughs> that's kind of well. That's where I am too. I could. I have. I li- literally can do that anytime I want now because huh. my phone's paid off and I'm. I've completed the con- contractual stipulations I have with AT and T. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe I will. I, I've thought about jumping to Pixel as well, and so um, I even got the like the insurance replacement phone so that I like could start with a brand new phone. Uh-huh. I've completed everything else, which I guess we'll I'll finish that later. 
So they're also adding some new an- some new anniversary merchandise available for purchase at the Nintendo store, which I went there. Uh, was it last year we went there when it was when you could travel places uh, safely? Yeah. No, you can also get it on the website on store.nintendo.com. Oh, okay. So various new new stuff in that uh, 35th anniversary Ninja Speed Run stuff in Super Mario Maker Two. I thought that was going to be instant instant, but I guess not. You have to wait till November. November for that stuff. So, so that sucks. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate Nintendo Verse Challenge Cup. That's later this year. Also hasn't happened yet. Some sort of Mario themed thing. Based entirely around Mario characters and stages. Yeah. yeah, they go. They went through this stuff really quickly. So a lot of it was like, oh, okay. And uh, Splatoon stuff for Splatoon Two that looked cool. Was there a? Yeah, what is the Mario Splatfest going to be? Is it just they like, showed an invisibility star versus um, oh, mushroom? Yeah. Was it mushroom? They oh, so did. you're just picking your favorite power ups or whatever. Yeah, there was a yeah, power cause... up. Yeah, I don't remember which one, but no, you're right. It was it was one of the yeah. It was like uh, something star versus fire flower or whatever. Yeah, and the keychains were the same color as the teams are going to be with the star because I think the star was green and then the other one's pink or whatever. Um, yeah, they showed the little keychains that you can get as rewards for doing the Splatfest. You can actually buy the t-shirts now on the I, Nintendo yeah. store website. Nice. I should not be allowed near that store right now because there's so much. <laughs> this was like a shopping episode for me. Like, I was like, oh, this direct is just like trying to take every last bit of my money. The, um, from what I'm, I'm looking at the direct right now, it is a supersized mushroom versus invincibility star. Which is weird. I thought it would be like, I don't know, feather versus <laughs> fire flower or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, mushroom is a weird choice, right? Yeah. Like, you would think that you'd put something else up against Invisibility Star. Yeah. Or Invincibility Star, sorry. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. It's yeah, Invincibility versus super versus the mushroom. The mushroom all the way, because the Invincibility is only a few seconds. Mushroom will help you through the whole level. Like, it's why would you ever, I don't know. No contest for me on those. I'd go, I'd go for the mushroom, but yeah. So yeah, it's I like to always love to see more Splatoon two support. I think Splatoon two is awesome, even though I'm not that great at it. But I, but I do love the game and love playing. Every it. Every time so, we see this random Splatoon two support, we also like start to think like, hmm, when is Splatoon three really coming? Because they kind of made us think Splatoon two was over and now. Yeah. Oh, you got the Splatoon ones. I, I have those as My well. My pro is the same. I have those as well, and they've both uh, they both drifted on me. They're both in the drift land. The uh, Joy Cons drifted on you. Yeah, the Splatoon ones. They they're both they're both uh, drifty now, so I don't use them anymore. Now I use. Oh, that's a bummer. Now I use the Wario Waluigi ones. Okay, those were those yeah, those were up there too. for me. Yeah, because because I I bought the I bought the purple one because I wanted to have purple and green because that's my favorite two colors, and. Uh, and they both went drifty. Uh, pink, pink went drifty, and uh, pink went drifty when we were in Japan, and uh, and then and then red and green went drifty like a couple weeks ago, like a week or two ago. So my well, that's Splat- a my Splatoon Joy Cons are both got the drift. My um, Splatoon Pro controller, I feel like my right stick drifts occasionally, mm-hmm. but it's so occasional that I haven't really done anything about it. Um, and I'm not even sure if it's necessarily drift or just. I don't know. It 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 does it very occasionally, so I don't really. I haven't felt need to do anything about it really. Did Did you ever Did you ever go into any of the like uh, I play game stuff with with Kevin and uh, for all yeah. the Splatoon stuff mm-hmm. and all that? Oh, okay, I met a, a f- friend of the show, uh, Fuchsia. Do you know Fuchsia? 
I do not know. Okay, she she does a lot of Animal Crossing stuff now, but she was a huge Splatoon player, and they had like Squid West and all that, which was like a Chicago-based uh, Splatoon uh, league or whatever, and she played professionally and all that stuff. So, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I I super love Splatoon. Um, I played it all the time for a really long time. I don't even know why it dropped off. We were doing some of the salmon runs with friends mm. and then at some point we switched to some other games but i honestly i miss it and i really really want to go back and this is definitely going to drive me right back in i dropped off of it because of the splatfest because they took the splatfest away so it was like because they, they were like this is the last one and now they've done a couple since but it's not every month like it used to be so you know i would play it every month at least for the splatfest and now they've been few and far between so i haven't done it as much that might be what took me away from it because I, yeah, we used to, even my husband used to, he didn't, wasn't as big on Splatoon, but he would come around for the Splatfest for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe when they stopped, that might have been where we fell off of it too. But they have some really cool shirts on there for that. You can check them out at a, you know, store.nintendo.com, available now. Uh, we, we mentioned this earlier. I, I don't know if we were recording or not, but uh, Animal Crossing is going to get some Super Mario furniture, which is great because, uh, you know, it was in it was on New Leaf, and we always kind of were wondering when it was going to show up on New Horizons, and it looks like that's going to happen sometime soon. Uh, what did they have a day for that? Uh, it said March. Not that I March. saw. Oh, March twenty twenty one. Oh, March of next year. Okay, so that's way far away. They, we have to go oh, through. Wow. I guess we have to go through all of the monthly events of Animal Crossing first before we get to that. <laughs> and then when when it reboots, that's when we get to see Mario. Yeah, once we run out of like new new themes per month, it'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, Mario furniture, come get this. <laughs> Happy one year anniversary to Animal Crossing. Yeah. Right? I'm still waiting for Cap'n to come around, because the Dream Suite came back, yeah. you know, Cyrus and Reese came back, but where is Cap'n? Yeah, yeah, where's Cap'n? Cap'n's my personal favorite Animal Crossing character, and it's really a shame that he's not singing to you in, in some way. I really miss I really miss. It's been stuff. a couple I weeks know. since I've played Animal Crossing at this point, and it's the longest I've gone since I got the game in March, so. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I kind of... I mean, I kinda, it's been kind of nice. I've, I've, I've distanced myself from it, too. Like, not intentionally, it's just... I'm like, all I'm going to do is just, you know, dig up, dig up some money and do another thing. And I've just been, I've mostly been trying to get through Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition, because that's like my favorite game to play right now. So I've been trying to hopefully get through that one before this big release that's on here. But yeah, um, there's some new Super Mario Brothers shoes. Puma RS Dreamer, whatever. These I are not as cool as the care. Vans crossovers. Exactly. <laughs> I, I the mean, Vans my, crossovers were way cooler. Me, Sorry, I, Puma. yeah. My my interest in shoes is pretty limited. I, I basically just buy skateboard shoes and you know for sixty bucks and hope they last me for the year. That's basically. I have my, a couple pairs of Pumas. Like I'm not. A, I don't. I'm not anti Puma, but yeah. I don't know. I don't want my shoes to look like Mario's overalls. I just like <laughs> them to have cool <laughs> Nintendo graphics on them. Yeah, it, it's a weird. It's a weird design choice. Like for real. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of looks like an adult version of kids' shoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like more. Uh, was it Black Milk Clothing, Monopoly, and yep. Jenga, Mario Monopoly? Uh, cool. I mean, I don't think Monopoly is that great of a game, and I already have Star Wars Monopoly, so I have my version of. I'm whatever. surprised there wasn't already a Mario Monopoly. I thought, there, I thought was. there was. Yeah, I thought there was. There was, yeah. and they, they made a new one. This is a new one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was sure there was already a Mario Monopoly. Like, no way, no way, there isn't one yet. Uh, Jack specific uh, Mario figure, new new stuff available now. Uh, I I stick to collecting amiibo, so I don't need any of that stuff. Um, and then there was the nice surprise announcement of Super Mario Super Mario All Stars. 
the Super Nintendo. We talked about that. Already beat two of the games on there. I love that it's on the Switch now. Uh, Super Mario All-Stars is awesome. I'm glad that they didn't try to sell it to us. That it was just automatically available. Great. I was very happy that's on there. It's a cool thing to play. And you can finally play the games, you know, in the Super Nintendo style if you don't like doing the B and A like, like I do, like right next to each other. Um, that's, that's on there. With Rewind really helps for lost levels if you're trying to get through that. And then after that, the one that surprised no one, but it's still cool that it's on there. Uh, it Super- surprised me that the title was what it was. Super Mario 3D All Stars. You didn't think that was what it was yes. going to be? A throwback to the old one, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was surprised because it just seemed like something a fan would come up with, not something Nintendo would actually call it. Yeah, and this one had been like rumored for so long, and I'm pretty sure if you go back to how many episodes ago. I'm sure I said I had no interest in it or for whatever reason, but I'm still going to get it, of course, because right. of I have whatever. already purchased it or pre-purchased it. But yeah, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy already bought it. You already pre-ordered it from uh, Best Buy Physical, Correct. right? Yes. Yeah, so we did that too. We've got it. Uh, we've got it waiting for Best Buy for a pre-order. Nice. Mm-hmm. I uh, see. I, I felt a little divided on this one because, you know, like I said before. I'm, but I, I'm an all digital person. Like I don't want, I, I, I just don't have a whole lot of room for, you know, I have games. Like I keep all my games. I have a whole lot of retro games. I have most of my retro systems still hooked up. And also the pain, the pain of like taking the game out and putting a new game in. I just don't like doing that. I want everything to be on the system. And I thought about doing it for this just because, you know, because I know it's limited. It has a really cool like cover, like the inside, there's all the pictures and stuff. So I found myself kind of divided between like physical and digital. But I think I'm still going to get it digital just for the sake of streaming because I'm planning on it, – it's coming out like next week. It's coming out the 18th, so it's crazy. It's coming out a week after this this episode posts. And I like that, that it was like, oh, hey, two weeks from now, boom, here it is. It's coming out like so soon. And what I'm going to do uh, as of right now, anybody who's listening to this, when it comes out – you know, because – Nintendo, they always release their games at 11 o'clock the night before if you get them digital. That's the main reason I've been getting digital, because I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait until the next day to play it. I want to be able to play it when it comes out. So I'm going to do that night, my regular late night Thursday stream. I'm going to play Mario 64, and I'm going to basically try to beat it as quick as I can. I've played that game so many times that uh, I think I can do it in a stream. So Like in a completionistic way, or just get through it? Just get through it. I'm not going to try to get 120 stars. There's no way I can do that in one play session, but... I'm going to see if I can just go through and beat the game. What is it, like 60 stars or something like that that you can do, that you can beat it with at the lowest? I'm not sure. I'm just going to do a playthrough. Like, Super Mario 64 is, like, is probably my favorite 3D Mario game just because I played the shit out of it in high school. Like, it was one of those things. And we mentioned it before on the show. It, it like, it blew my mind. Like, it's like, I don't think I've had a game like that that just, like, just the way how how good it looked in 3D, it's like it was like something that I'd never seen before, you know, because I had just been playing Super Nintendo stuff, and it was just I just wanted to just work walk around in the world, and I did. I beat the game. I got 120 stars. I did the 100 100 lives and the little like <laughs> pixie dust that falls out of you when you do the when you do the triple jump. I found Yoshi on the on the on the roof, all that stuff. And it was one of those games where I beat it, and then every day after school, I would go and replay stars. Like, every day, I'd go and play. I'd do, like, the Big Penguin race, or I'd do, like, the Wet Dry World. Like, I I played that game over and over and over again ad nauseum. So, I love Super Mario 64. I have it on millions and all sorts of different versions of it all over the place, but I'm really happy to play it on Switch. So This is the first truly portable version. Was it released on 3DS? Uh, it was the... Well, there was the DS remake version, which... 
But they haven't yeah. put the straight up port on the 3DS, right? No. No, you can play you can play the DS version on the 3DS, like the the original one which I I I'm sure you guys have seen on the various Nintendo groups and stuff online. People like throwing a fit about this game. Like some people are mad that the DS game isn't on there. I mean, the DS game isn't isn't that great. It, it kind of sucks. I mean, it's it's cool that there's like Wario and Yoshi and stuff in there, but it's not. It, it's no way like better than sixty four. I don't think. Those people just love that thumb nub. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it had like the really weird, like messed up control because it wasn't truly analog. Like, I mean, cool. Yeah, they put a lot into it, and it looked really good at the time. But I don't think the it's whole that... selling point. One of the main yeah. selling points of that game was that analog stick, and then they're like, "Let's yeah. get rid of that." I just didn't really feel like it's. I mean, I wasn't like, "Oh my god, why isn't this game got in it. here?" You know. I mean, I got it because it wasn't that much. There wasn't much to play when the DS came out, but I think it came out long enough ago that uh, that was a lot of people's first experience with yeah. the 64. So they're attached to it for that reason. That's probably true. Have you guys seen like people like throwing a fit about it not being a remaster and all that? And by the way, bit. and by the way, like listen to our previous episodes. <laughs> I flat out said that it was not going to be a remaster because I know Nintendo. And they're not going to do that. I, I figured it was just going to be, you know, it's just going to be this, the, the Wii U one again of, of those two, but cleaned up a little bit, which, yeah, they did. They, like, smoothed some stuff out, made the made the lines a little bit more solid. Sounds but, like they, the yeah. resolutions are, are, like, more higher definition. Like, they've, you're not going to get that smear of Vaseline like you used to mm-hmm. have. Well, even like. The, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't change the aspect ratio. Well, well but, even. Yeah. I mean, even on the but on the Wii on the Wii one on like the the virtual console version of sixty four, they cleaned it up to where it didn't have the Vaseline smear on it. Like it looked great on that. So I mean, it's they've been doing this for a while. Like it's yeah. If you play that version and you play the sixty four version, they are very different. Like they I mean, do this look might as different. Well be yeah. Super Mario Brothers, the original one, as far as like what they've done with it and how they've repackaged it to use it in different ways. How they've tweaked it like in between times. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, I'm the the main reason I'm getting it and. I know, Jeremy, you said it as well on Slack, but the main reason I wanted it is because of fucking sunshine, man. Yeah. Like, the Super Mario. And I'm actually, yeah. like, I'm I'm going to say, like, I'm not surprised this got announced based on, like, all the leaks and all the, I don't know, just that the ad nauseum repetition of this game, this 3D Mario collection is a thing. But I'm still just completely, I don't know, I'm shocked that because of how Nintendo's handled their GameCube generation in particular... I'm surprised that Sunshine isn't its own remaster. Yeah, More right. so than Mario 64. Like Mario Sunshine, people were straight up on the in the Wii U era, people were being like they are about Mother 4 about Mario Sunshine or Mother 3, sorry, about Mother Mario Sunshine. Like people were straight up like throwing hissy fits online that Nintendo wasn't releasing Mario Sunshine on on in some way for people to play. And I remember that being a thing for a couple years there. And uh and myself being like, just waiting, like, okay, well, it's going to eventually show up on the Wii U or something, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually being like, no, I just got to buy it again. And I bought it and I played through it a few years ago. Yeah, and, we and played I didn't it. Get it. I didn't get everything, but I beat it. Didn't we? We played it for the show. Like, we did a whole, like, a revival Super Mario Sunshine thing. We even did a f- couple streams of it yeah. where, uh, yeah, we were, we were playing it, like, around the time of when Odyssey was going to get released. We, like, did some replays of Sunshine and Galaxy and, and, yeah, and I did a 64 like, stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we, so we, yeah, we played through it on that. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, 
I'm really interested. I've said it before. I'm interested as to see how they switch the control around, you know, just so they can work their way around the way the GameCube controller worked. And apparently, uh, apparently you can't use the GameCube controller through the. That's so stupid. The, but, but you could, but you could though, if you have the G Bro one, if you have the G Bro adapter, you could use it because if you have the G Bro adapter, you can make your GameCube controller be recognized as a, as like just a regular pro controller. So you then could, you, map it, right? you could make it work. Yeah. Like you could totally make you it could, work because of that. I mean, Nintendo knows that they put out the GameCube controller for the Switch, right? Like yeah. they're aware that they did that. So yeah, for Smash. Why why didn't why didn't they just include that and then also include the analog, you know, uh triggers and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like, it's I think it's because they're mapped differently. Like they're going to be mapped differently when it comes out. So, you know. I just I I think that it wouldn't have been that hard to have an alternate mapping for uh-huh. yeah, a product yeah. that a lot of people that would have been interested in Mario Sunshine would also be playing Smash with the GameCube controller, you know. They're uh-huh. They're stuck in the GameCube era, which I don't blame them. It's a great era. Um, Love the GameCube. But yeah, <laughs> the first this game came out 18 years ago, over 18 years ago at this point, you know, and a handful of months. But this is the longest I think that it's taken for a Mario. Am I wrong for a, a mainline, mainline Mario game to be re-released? I mean, yeah. I guess Mario Land. Whenever, games like whenever a Thousand Year Door was released, like that that one never got a re. I mean, the GameCube. Yeah, well, I mean, mainline GameCube, Mario games. Yeah. I mean that was that was their flagship Mario game on the GameCube. Yeah. Aside from like uh, Metroid Prime and Wind Waker, I mean from Nintendo directly, they haven't really re-released much of their of their first party. No, stuff no, I meant GameCube. Mario. I said Mario games. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Mario games specifically. Mm-hmm. 18 years between this and the original release of the of the uh, of the mainline Mario game that was that was a that was a system thing, you know, like a Mario six or I guess you know, well that might not be true. No, because Mar- uh, Super Mario World came out on the Game Boy Advance, like, what, 12 years later? Mm-hmm. So and that like might that, be yeah. the second longest, other than, like, you got Mario All-Stars for all the original Mario, you know, Super Mario games. And then, of course, there was Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, and then we did the the Famicom Classics on the, on the Game Boy Advance. So those were pretty well covered. And then Mario 64 has been all over the damn place. And then Mario Sunshine's already getting, or uh, Mario Galaxy's already getting this thing. Like, but it was also on the Wii. You could download it on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, eighteen years. It, yeah, yeah. This has got it. This, yeah. This is this yeah. is the biggest piece of news of this of this at least this collection, mm-hmm. which kind of makes you wonder why does Nintendo hate Super Mario Sunshine that they would wait eighteen years? And why would they make it so? I'm not saying that it's like lackluster but it's not what i expected for the return of sunshine mm-hmm. i thought there would be a lot more fanfare for this game coming back after after such a long wait and such yeah. such a like almost annoying well definitely annoying like demand for it online oh yeah no right around the wii u era i remember a lot of people were just like where's sunshine where's sunshine where's sunshine and i mean i've still heard that up until now obviously well there, what was it one of those one of those leakers like one of those uh twitter leakers i forget uh emily rogers or something like that was like just went on and on about all these gamecube uh, re-releases that we were going to get on the switch like when it launched and mm-hmm. and they never happened I, I always like to bring that up to people whenever people quote her. I'm like, hey, remember the GameCube re-releases that we were supposed to get at launch for Switch that she kept saying was real? And it was just, it, yeah, but people thought of or saying that for a long time. It's like, oh, they're going to bring the GameCube to Virtual Console and all that stuff, and it never really happened. And 
now we have sunshine. So we do. And when I think the reason happen. Yeah, the wind waker will happen. I think the reason Nintendo doesn't put a little bit more shine on these things is that they know they can put out these games and the people will buy them. You know, and they're already great as they are. They know that. Everybody knows that these games are great just as they are, even if they're not the highest resolution, whatever. I, yeah. And people are going to buy them anyway, you know. So why are they going to spend the extra money and time if, if it's going to come out and people are just going to buy it? I think I think they're just working on other things. Like, they don't want to put all their time into remastering right. Mario 64. Like, they want to make Odyssey 2 or whatever they're doing, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, yeah. affectionately, I call uh, Nintendo evil geniuses because I, I do feel like they're very calculated with what they do. And they you're right. They don't need to do it for people to buy it. They don't need to remaster them right. because it's so rooted in your nostalgia. It's such a part of your childhood that you're going to get that game regardless. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they can focus on new stuff. And blow us away with the new stuff too. So yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 are yeah. they going to spend this money on Super Mario 3D All Stars, which they don't need to, or are they going to spend the money on Breath of the Wild too? I would rather have them spend the money on Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, yeah, I, same here. I, I would rather. Yeah, I want them to be making new experiences less than yeah. uh, re-releasing you, stuff. But I, but are I am, you, are any is anybody else getting a feel of that um, Zelda collection though that came out for the the. Uh, that you had to get exclusively through Nintendo Power or whatever it was, like yeah, Nintendo Power. It kind of or it feels similar to that. Club Nintendo, like, yeah. Yep. It was like all of a sudden, here's a bunch of Zelda games on one disc. Like it was four out of nowhere, yeah. Or maybe it was no, actually, I don't think it had a Master Quest, but it did have. It was Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Zelda One and Two. No Super Nintendo one. Weirdly, I always said that was weird. The Link to the Past wasn't on there, but whatever. Well, at the time they put out, they put that one out on. Game Boy Advance. That's probably why. Yeah, they didn't want to take away from that. But yeah, yeah no, I guess I didn't really think of that. But it is kind of in there. I mean, what do you, what are you guys most excited for? I said I want to play sixty four. I really want to play Sunshine again. I played the, all of them recently. You know, like to me, it was to me it's silly, but I just I wanted the physical version because I just want that little tiny thing to look at it and be like, that's got three of my favorite games of all time on it. Yeah. This little tiny guy, like, and. uh I could have downloaded it and it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but I just like the thought of having this physical edition and knowing that it's supposedly like limited edition. We'll see how that actually goes, but like maybe there'll be some collectability factor to it. I don't know, but who who's traveling much nowadays? Like I might as well get physical editions when I think I'm going to cherish something mm. in a certain way. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I just physical. I, I, that's I, pretty yeah. much my motivation too is just to collect the thing and that's about it. Well, if, if not- you're, if you're going to get the physical one, do it sooner than later. Cause, uh, was it, it's the number two highest selling game already on Amazon. I'm, I'm just afraid Amazon, it's going to sell yep. out really quickly. If, if you haven't got it yet, I know you have game stock credit still, John, you should probably call them sooner than later on that. I do. You, yeah. I was thinking about doing that. Then. Yeah. I'm just saying do it now. But- cause I, cause I feel like it's going to be like, there's going to be people, trying to flip them and buying it out really quickly. So it might, it might be, yeah. if you don't get it on the day, you're never going to get it. <laughs> you know, I think, yeah. I think they're going to be well stocked through the holidays because mm, this know, is going to be cash cow during the holidays. Honestly. Yeah. I, I think they, they will be, I think they said that they're going to discontinue it in March, 2021. So that to me says, well, do you they're going to make as many as they can for the holidays, meet the, meet the demand. 
Well, just remember remember how remember how well they're stocked they were for the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic, and how they didn't yeah. stock that shit through the holidays. So I would not have faith in them stacking it through That's the true. holidays because they have way too many instances of them not doing that than them actually doing that. So I mean, I, I would say if you're gonna get it, if you're gonna get it digital or if you're gonna get it physical, try to do it sooner than later because. It's going to be gone. You're not going to be. You're going to be able to buy it for three hundred dollars or something from some asshole that flipped it. But I, yeah. have, I have a feeling it's going to disappear quickly. Yeah, just like those Animal Crossing switches. Like we barely got one mm. on the day, and it was only because there was one left at this one Walmart at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. We happened to get it, but yeah. it's it was nuts. And I was just looked at on the break the some of the merchandise that we were talking about and. Most of it's out of stock already. So yeah, that's what I because because I was like, oh, I, maybe I do want to get the physical, and I'm like, I'm probably not even going to be able to get it now. I don't think I, I figured it was already sold out, even without even being out yet. Like that's what I figured. So I'm just like, ah, fuck it. I'll I'll just get it digitally. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to have the case for it, but I just want to play. I just want to play it at eleven. You know, I don't want to wait. <laughs> I don't want to wait till the next mm-hmm. day. Like that was the main thing that digital won me over for is that I can play it. Thursday night, and I and I don't have to wait until what? Maybe nine o'clock. It might not be there till that late on Friday, and I work most Fridays, so I'd rather just play it Thursday. Let's talk about the big absence from this collection. Yeah, Mario Galaxy Two. Mario, that that sucks because you know what? I like Mario Galaxy Two way more than Mario Galaxy One. I think Mario Galaxy One kind of sucks to tell you the truth. Not 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 that it sucks. You can download it on the Wii. The Wii U. I do. I have it on there. (laughs) But I mean, no, I, I like. It is a shame that Mario Galaxy 2 isn't on there. It's really weird that it's not included. Like, why? I would prefer. Why just leave one off? I mean, yeah. it's the. Why can't you just throw the it other on there 3D and, Mario game? Like, why just, why just leave it off? They want to sell it to you later for $60 when they, yeah. when they run out of stuff to release. Yeah, maybe it'll be a $20 thing in the future, but. I know a lot of people like Galaxy 1, but I think Galaxy 2 is way better. Like, I felt like they, they like, fixed the. Because Galaxy 1 has that weird, like has the weird overworld where everything's kind of spread out from each other and you have to go through all these like hoops and stuff to get to the next level. Mario Galaxy 2 is so much better. You're on like the Mario ship, you can just go from one level to another in a map mode, like overhead map like the old Mario Brothers has Yoshi in there. I felt like they got a lot weirder with it. There's like flight mm-hmm. stuff with birds and it's all a lot of weird motion stuff and you know running on like Mario walking on the balls and all that. Like it I felt it's like, like it was, a mega yeah. expansion to Mario Galaxy. Yep. I mean, it's a brand, it's a new game. Like they don't repeat anything, but it's. I think it's much better. I think it's way better than one. Like, I mean, I they felt definitely like, reused well, assets. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure like some of the graphics are the same, but there's not the same levels. Like they don't repeat any of the levels that are in there. Is what I'm saying. I, I, I it, love it, Mario Galaxy two, but I'm always going to say Galaxy one because. I beat it all the way, like I got everything in it. So. Well, you're only saying that because Mario Galaxy 2 has the fucking hardest level of all time at the end, yes. which I could never get through. I I love Galaxy 2 so much that I beat it all the way except for that final fucking level. Oh my god, that level that has like no checkpoints and you have to go through it like without getting hit once, and it's like a 30 minute level. Oh, I hate that level so much, but I love that game. Yeah, no, it's it, I, I thought it'd just be another. Yeah, I, I think two is better than one. I think one is like kind of not fully polished. Everything's kind of hard to get from one thing to another, and it's yeah, two's two's the good one. Two has more Luigi content, also. For a long time, I pro- I, w- I think I would have said Galaxy was my favorite three D yeah. Mario, and um, I might still actually the more I think about it. But I don't know. 
Sunshine. I'm really excited to play Sunshine, which I guess uh, I never directly answered your question, but I'm playing. I'm going to start Sunshine, but I'm also going to play the other. I think I'm going to play them all at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I really want to beat Sunshine again because I like to torture myself. Yeah, <laughs> you want to do that hot tub thing. Well, I, I mean, I'm planning on. I'm going to stream 64. So twitch.tv slash Nintendo Me Podcast. Check that out Thursday night for sure. But then uh, Jess told me that she's never really seen any of Super Mario Sunshine, so we were going to play that together. Uh, whenever on Friday, so that's what that's what I'm planning on doing. 64 first, then Sunshine, and if I got some extra time, I'll play Galaxy. I'm kidding. I'll play Galaxy at one point, but I do think two's better. I'll, I'll try it again and give it give it another fair shake, but I think the two's much better than than one. And I, it always bothers me when people say that it's DLC. That's like that's the biggest load of bullshit ever. That, that it's, it's just like DLC. Super, super DLC. But all the levels are new. None of them are. They're all fucking brand new. It's not DLC at all. It's a fucking new game with better mechanics. That's what it it's is. Like it's a continuation of the unique concept of running around on these spherical worlds. And mm. it's easy to see it as DLC, but it is its own. It's the two game. most yeah. similar Mario games. It's, it's, yeah. so, it's so dumb, though. It's like saying the Dark Knight was like was like two more extended hours of Batman Begins or something. That's, that's dumb. Mm, not at all the same thing, really. <laughs> I mean, they're both that If you could compare all 3D Mario games, which two are the most alike? The ones that the ones that have numbers after them? Exactly. That are actually sequels? I mean, it's just saying that every sequel is DLC, which is stupid, in my opinion. I mean, no, it's a reuse of assets, and I wasn't saying it was DLC, but it doesn't reinvent the wheel. Sure, it has some extra gimmicks that weren't in the first one, but the first one's all gimmicks. So Yeah, but it it yeah. makes but it makes better ones and it makes it smoother. Like it def- definitely it makes the UI the interface is smoother, the levels are better. I mean yeah. it did learn things, but it's it's like, you know, you do the first one and it's like, okay, this one is good, but but if they did it a certain way to make it better, this is like the this is like I said, this is the dark but night to the see- Batman begins of uh, of that. If there ever would have been a true like sequel to sixty four, like on the sixty four I wouldn't have had the same experience with it because when I played 64, like you were saying, I just wanted to run around. I just wanted to fly. I just wanted to like enjoy this world. And when I played the first galaxy, I would literally just run and spin around the planets and like play around with the gravity and just enjoy that. But when two came out, yeah, it was a great game, but nothing about it. Like, like I said, it didn't reinvent the wheel because it was playing Mario galaxy part two. Well, I mean, I did the same thing with the gravity stuff, but when I went back to play both of them later, I the two was the one that I had more fun playing. I felt like the mm-hmm. first one was janky, and I was like, I, I was like, yeah, cool. It had the gravity effects there, but they perfected it in the second one. So, I mean, that that's how I feel. I mean, I don't, I don't have the, I don't need to be reminded of whenever it came out because I don't even remember mm-hmm. when that was. But, uh, but I mean, it's I do, but I have I'm, a str- I have a strong personal memory to when the first one came out. So. Yeah. So that's I mean, part of it too. Two two meant a lot, I guess. Two was the one that I played multiple times because I tried going back and playing both of them, and two was the one that I thought was the better of them and still more fun to play because of everything was more perfect, perfected. That's my opinion, and it's really a shame that it's not on the collection. Is what it boils down to. Are there any like specific uh, bonus things that they're offering through stores and stuff like that? I know you guys have some notes down here for that, like Mar what Walmart offers or whatever, like through a. Uh, through pre-ordering the game, is there anything worth mentioning on here? Uh, Walmart was offering some exclusive stickers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and Sticker Star also. They'll give you that for free. I'm kidding. <laughs> they, they, they don't. They don't put you through that. Uh, and and then the direct ended with some more with like a video game montage 
of various Mario stuff. Uh, John made a note that Galaxy Two like still wasn't in there, which is a really like extra fu to me, which which sucks. I'm like, okay, cool Nintendo. Let's pretend that that game doesn't exist. And you're also pretending that Luigi or that Yoshi doesn't exist. You bastard. <laughs> At least not in that form. No, Yoshi is he, he has to be included. Yeah, I liked I liked his levels also. He'll they turn were... into pills. Don't worry about it. Well, in sunshine, <laughs> <laughs> in sunshine he will. <laughs> yeah, so that was that. That was that direct. Did I did I forget anything from the Mario direct? I don't think so. I think we got it. Well, okay. So there's one one other thing that got announced really quickly that I want to talk about. We're, we don't need to spend that much time on it because we're already running pretty long here. But uh, there's another Zelda game coming out this year. And it's not Breath of the Wild 2. My All of my thoughts, I was hoping that there was going to be some more Breath of the Wild 2 news this year. And I was really hang, I was really holding on, hoping that maybe we were still going to get it for that holiday release. Because I figured it was the best way for Nintendo to compete with the, with the other new systems of like, you know, PlayStation uh, 5 and Xbox, whatever. Um, I feel like the best way for Switch to compete would be to make, make another Breath of the Wild. But... We're not, not happening. We're not really getting this. It actually kind of reminds me of the original announcement of Hyrule Warriors. It, it when it cuz it was kind of a stopgap as well between like that and the release of Breath of the Wild where it's like, "Oh, we don't have the new Zelda, <laughs> but this is kind of Zelda." Here's a Get Zelda. This. Here's a Zelda, yeah. So, yeah, there there's like a 5 minute there's like a 5 minute trailer uh that came out about uh Hyrule Warriors 2, I guess. Uh What's the subtitle on that thing? It's like the center of Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity. Yeah, I was pretty excited about it. I thought, you know, the the other Hyrule Warriors games, they didn't really excite me that much. Number one, because I don't like the Dynasty Warriors games. Mm -hmm. They're they're just like, I don't know. I I don't like the whole thing where the you're fighting a thousand guys. They're they're all like waiting their turn. It Mm -hmm. just like totally breaks the illusion for me. Yeah, Yeah, same for me. And that's not my style. It's well, it's also it's kind of like. I mean, it's very formulaic. Like I, granted, I I did really enjoy Hyrule Warriors, but also I didn't really have anything else to play at the time because I was just trying mm-hmm. to play the Wii U, and that was the only game that I got. And I did really like, like I bought the season pass, and it was really cool that you could fight people with Tingle and all that. Like there were some really weird extra characters that were included in there, and you could play as like the sixty four like low poly uh, Ganondorf and like Link and stuff like that. And I thought that was really awesome. So there was a lot of cool stuff to do in there, but. What it boiled down to, it was still very basic. I mean, it's all about like, um, I don't know, it's like a tower defense almost. It's all about like a guarding various parts of the map and that type of thing is what you do. And the game looked really good, but it never felt really Zelda-y. I mean, there's not much puzzling to it. You know, you can find skull tells and stuff like that, but it's just like, it's just finding them in a giant map. You know, there's bosses, but there's not that much strategy to them. It didn't really, it didn't go Zelda enough. I feel like it was too... Two uh, Dynasty Warriors and not enough Zelda, and that's what I'm afraid might happen with this one too. So, oh, so this yeah. one, the reason that I got so excited, first of all, the visuals are spot on. It just looks like Breath of the Wild, for sure. Um, it does. Yeah, the the, pre- the previous games didn't do that. They had their own visual style. style they, yeah. they mixed, yeah, they mixed Zelda and Dynasty Warriors, yeah, and that didn't appeal to me. And, but this is Breath of the Wild. They, def- the they definitely have the art style for sure. The one thing is a. Uh, I wish they should let you have the fucking sail or something. I know that you're going to play by all the champions or whatever, like they're, they're going to be in there, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to have that level of exploration. And that's the big thing about breath of the wild. Everybody should have the sail. You should be able to float everywhere. 
you know that would that would make it make it more of a buy for me well another thing too is that they actually um as AJ Anuma explained they worked with the the Breath of the Wild team on this game whereas yeah. previously uh, the other ones they didn't it was just kind of an approval process you know they worked one on one with the Zelda team for this game so i have confidence that it is more of a Zelda game less dynasty warriors this time around it, it, yeah, it would have to be for me to for me to get interested in it, and I'm I'm hesitant on it. But and and don't forget, don't forget that the Hy- Hyrule Warriors did actually they did cite Hyrule Warriors as influencing Breath of the Wild to a point. They said that the whole that they enjoyed the outdoor battles in Hyrule Warriors, and that's why the bosses were outside in uh, Breath of the Wild. Hmm. So it did actually influence the final Zelda product that Hyrule Warriors did. So I don't know. It, it's yeah, it's it's interesting to have. I find it so weird that like this is their this is their Christmas game like this is their holiday game they're like hey yeah it's coming out soon this is November twentieth yeah but this is their holiday game they're obviously there's not going to be anything in December I don't think like whatever comes out in November that's their holiday game like they don't I really I'd be really surprised if there was another thing after this because they almost every time their big game comes out in in November like right after Thanksgiving or whatever. Or by by Thanksgiving, you know, and this mm-hmm. this is their holiday game. This is what we're going with. It's sequ- a sequel to Hyrule Warriors. Okay. Does that <laughs> seem like enough though? Like especially with the new consoles coming, because that seems no. strange to me. <laughs> no, I don't think it does at all. It probably there intended for one. Breath of the Wild too, and yeah. you know, COVID. It just stopped. Yeah, yeah, you know, I yeah. I keep not considering that, but I don't know why. And maybe there's new consoles, but I don't know. That mum's the word on what. A lot of that is I know Xbox announced some stuff, but like they have prices. So yeah. Announced a price, yeah. and, and what are they actually going to have to justify the new cons, the new hardware? Yeah, well, I mean Xbox. Yeah, they, they got NAC three. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Xbox like delayed delayed their main thing too. Like the new Halo is not even coming out this year, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like they don't really even have their flagship flagship title for the launch. So it's kind of like. Well, okay, you get Game Pass, but I mean, Nintendo's I been able to hang back and check it out from a distance like they've always done, and so I think in this case, yeah, it's an interesting thing to choose as their holiday seller, but I still think they're going to sell a shit ton of it because people love Breath of the Wild, and some people might actually just not even really completely understand and think they're buying a new. Yeah, I think a lot of people are like, sign me up. Yeah, because, well, I mean, you're right, John. Like, it does, the art style looks exact. Like, it does look the same as, uh, as it did on the, on Breath of the Wild. And I just, if you remember some of the, like, cutscenes towards the end of the game when you were doing memories and stuff, where did kind of almost look like, uh, Dynasty Warriors kind of like horde battles. Like, yeah. When you saw, like, the, you know, the different champions fighting waves of enemies and stuff in cutscenes. Yeah, and, and don't forget, Hyrule Warriors was re-released twice. Like it was the, it was on Wii U, it was on 3DS, and then it was on Switch. So I mean, it's yeah, they're obviously that's a good point. And there was and there was Fire Emblem Warriors too. There was that fucking game. <laughs> forget it. People like those games, and yeah. you know, even if people don't recognize that, even if people do recognize that, okay, this is not the sequel. It's not Breath of the Wild two. There's a lot of people, probably most people, won't really know that. The difference between a game like that is a full sequel or whatever. What am I trying to say? It's like they they don't know who developed the game. They are gonna think this is a full Nintendo product. They're not gonna know anything about Koei Tecmo. Yeah, and, you know, so or, they don't look for those kind of differences. It's just another Zelda game. It looks exactly like the last one. Not a full sequel. It's a semi sequel. Cool. 
And yeah, the the, Mus- cool, actually. the Muso games and all that people people don't yeah. really know about that type. Well, of I, thing, and so. and I also was intrigued when I was like, once I saw someone online say, "Little did we know, Breath of the Wild was a trilogy," and now I'm like, oh, maybe I do have to play Hyrule Warriors because it is a trilogy. You know, yeah. that kind of like little tiny comment was like, hmm, and is it, there going to be more to the story, and it's all canonical, and I have to play this game? Yeah, it depends. It depends on how much the story is going to be, and also like. Is everybody just going to die at the end of the game? Like you're going to have to watch mm-hmm. all of the all of the champions get killed and everybody get defeated. You know, it's kind of like, uh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I guess I want it to be more Zelda than than Warriors, but we'll see. And, I, and, and there's I was, not a lot happening, and it and it's getting good pre reviews and stuff. I might buy this, but I really want to see much I, like yeah. you, Trey. I'm skeptical, and you've actually you know played the Hyrule Warriors games, yeah. and I. You let me try on your Switch, but I've never purchased any of these. I, I, like I said, I liked it for the time, but there's too many other games for me to play now for me to want to play a Hyrule Warriors game. I think the last one I got was uh, the last Dynasty Warriors games I got was that uh, One Piece one because it was on sale, but yeah. I didn't even like that one because I didn't feel like it captured the fun of the of the show. Like I didn't feel like it was, I don't know, I feel like it was too serious. It was, it was like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like the show at all. And they cut out all the intros, the intros and outros, which is like the the best part of any anime, so that was really weird. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I I need I need to see footage. I need to see some sort of gameplay footage of it to to. I'd say I've got a ninety percent chance I'm going to buy this game. Yeah, you could be the. Oh, it looks like I'm going to be the ambassador for this one. Yeah, you could be our ambassador for uh, for this one. I don't know. I'm I I think it looks cool, but I you know I've played too many Warriors games that they all kind of seem sim similar. And I loved. Know. I mean, I played the original Dynasty Warriors or whatever. The original one that was that came to the US on the PS2. I don't know if that was the first one, but I loved that game and I beat it like way yeah. back in the day. Like I was just like, holy shit, how can there be this many enemies at once? Yeah. And how am I like killing so many things at once? Like it was like a, it was such a technological leap at the time right. between the previous generation to see that many enemies on screen. And that's the last time that really impressed me as a game type. Yeah. I mean, I beat Hyrule Warriors too. Like, I mean, I think it had a cool story with the blending of all the characters, and I felt like they did do really good, like HD renditions of some characters that had never been in HD before. You know, like thought that a lot of them looked really cool, like stuff from Ocarina of Time and whatnot. But, but as of right now, buying it new, like especially at the where we're at with the country and the COVID and all that shit, I don't, I don't know. It, it's going to have to be some one hell of a game, you know. Yeah, so. or uh, what's going to be happening in our country at that point when it comes out? Yeah, right. Is Who it post? Knows? Is it post election? Like, what's it is. is? Is the country would have been burned by now, depending on who wins? I don't know. <laughs> That's a valid question at this point. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I think uh, if you guys don't have any final thoughts on Zelda, I do want to mention. I want to mention one more thing. Okay. This is important uh, because Metroid Prime 4 Retro Studios has hired Dylan Job, the guy who's behind Doom and Call of Duty Modern Warfare as director of development. Now that in and of itself, maybe not such huge news, but I just wanted to make it complete that we had new Mario, new Zelda, new Metroid news all in one week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they hired like an industry like, I guess, I don't know if you would call him a legend. Industry star. Yeah, he's a star. Yeah, pretty well known. (laughs) Worked on Twisted Metal Black as well. That's kind of random. Oh, I loved that game. I mean, Gritty Gritty is the name of the game in Metroid, and those games are gritty. Wow, Warhawk even. Remember Warhawk? That was like a PlayStation 3 launch game. 
I remember that game. I, I never bought it, but I always kind of wanted to because <laughs> it looked, I don't know. I guess I didn't find it cheap enough anywhere, but yeah, no, I mean, I guess that also goes, goes to the whole, uh, fact that we probably won't see Metroid Prime 4 anytime soon. Maybe it'll nope. be a Switch 2 title, whatever. But yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think we can wrap it up here. It's been an, kind of an extra long episode, but we had a lot to talk about, of course. Big big announcements, all that sort of stuff. Um, I wanted to mention that I'm planning on doing a mailbag episode in, in like a couple weeks. So start sell, sending us mail now, and I'll do you know we'll do like a thing where we where we pick somebody at random and, and give out like a twenty dollar eShop card or something like that again. So uh, let's. I mean, we could like say when is it right now? Let's say. Um, Let's do like let's do like two weeks from now. Let's say get your mail in by September twenty fourth, and uh, we will and we will read mail on the thirtieth. So you get it, get your mail in by the 29th then, I guess, and then we'll read it on the thirtieth. So we'll give you the rest of the month to do that. Send us any sort of questions and stuff, and we'll do a whole episode based around that. And uh, I forgot to mention on the um, on the poll for Jeremy's sealed games. Well, last I last I checked, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions was was in the lead there. So even I though have to bust it out, well, I have to bust it out to be yeah. honest. Even even though one of our viewers uh, offered to suffer through Sticker Star with you, if you if you uh, which I really appreciate, but if you were willing, I think he's actually already playing it. Like he told me, he's already in like the third level set or something. Oh my like that. gosh! Uh, okay, as of right now, the 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 we created a poll on our Nintendo Main Community page on on Facebook, but. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is up by two votes, so that's the one. And I and I voted for Sticker Star, so <laughs> the. But of course I, you did. I, I, Me too. I did it just like. Of course I, you did. I did it. To, <laughs> I did it to be a troll, but no. I mean, Tokyo, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is obviously the superior game. It's much better than both of those. So you should do that for the fans and all that stuff, Jeremy. And is yeah, it closed? The vote. I mean, it's been up for it's been up for a couple weeks. When so does it close? I didn't really put a time on it. Oh, we'll put a time on when it closes officially, and then then we'll then we'll decide. I mean, nobody's voted on it in like a week, so I figured it was done. <laughs> you know, everybody votes sticker star. I, I can I consider it done. So that's, that's vote by September seventeenth, and then we'll we'll decide <laughs> on the next next week's episode. Okay, uh, we can we can we can do that. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, send in mail for our mailbag, and we will offer up some uh, some extra eShop credit and all that stuff. And if you want to hear, if you want to see more of our stuff, go to NintendoMainPodcast.com. Uh, you can find my review of Under, Under the Jolly Roger there. And uh, where? let everybody know again where they can find you, Mariel, for a Third Coast Review. Okay, I can do that. Um, our main website is www.thirdcoastreview.com. Uh, we are on Twitter at, at Third Coast um, RVW in this particular case. And then um, I'm on... Twitter as roses are red two three um, all spelled out and my husband is the games and tech editor he is at the Antel Bocor um, and if you the best way to get that is just go to the website read one of his reviews and then, <laughs> and then put a thumb in front of it um, and then we are streaming on Twitch we we took a little bit of a hiatus to change our setup a little bit but we are on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bocor b o k o r uh, we'll be resuming streams probably this weekend or at the very latest next week. So we're doing Horizon Zero Dawn and we're doing uh, whatever games we're currently reviewing usually. So cool, definitely. Do you guys have a schedule that like what time you start? Uh yeah, we tend to start around six most weekdays. Uh, we were doing 
uh, I want to say Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, from six till around 11, um, sometimes later, because we do deep rock at 8.30 on Tuesdays and uh, Fridays. Um, okay. And then Wednesdays are day stream, and we usually start around uh, 2 p.m. and go till six or seven. Cool. All right. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll put some links on the, on the details of this episode so you can check that out and just uh, look look in the details and click on that sort of thing. And thanks again. Thanks for being on the show. It was uh, I had I had a good time. No, no, this is great. And I there was a lot to talk about. I mean, 35th anniversary of Mario and all mm. the stuff that's coming out of it. I mean, like I said, it's just a lot so thank you it's been a lot of fun we had thank a great time yeah, no problem and uh if you want to find if you want to find our twitch uh twitch.tv slash nintendo main podcast i do streams late night 2 a.m tuesday thursday saturdays uh this saturday i was going to play some of hot shot racing and make my own uh wrt playlist of my favorite songs from racing games so you can listen to that and watch it it'll, it'll be fun uh, also, if you want to support the show, we have a patreon.com slash main podcast. If you give us a dollar, you can hear our monthly bonus show. This month, we just did an episode about Game Genie and Game Shark and other video game cheats. Uh, I thought it was a pretty fun episode. Also, I just added something to the $5 level to now you can watch uh, videos of us recording the episode uh, a couple days before it's fully released. So if you're on the $5 level, you can see that. Uh, that also stands for um, the other show that I do with Jess, which is uh, How Is It Now, which is a show where we talk about older Oscar-winning movies and how they've aged. Uh, just put up an episode about Inception this week, so you can check that out. And uh, also, we're at uh, youtube.com slash Podcast as well. And uh, yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And our special guest. Marielle Bocor. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya. <laughs>